We live. We live. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the program. Welcome to the program. You better listen up. Shut up. And keep up with my man, Cliff Focus. We have a special guest coming through. He's having some technical difficulties. It's all good. He's transferring from the crazy but true universe. We can't wait to get down with him. Actually, one of our co-hosts, Nay, as told by Nay, um, she has actually she's kind of a regular on the show. So she's like kind of like a an unofficial uh, co-host. Absolutely. They'll tell us what her official capacity official. is. Official. She's official. Let's she say that now. That's what I thought, because I saw her mad episodes, and I'm like, what is she like? Also on the show, too? <laughs> Double dipping, Nay? <laughs> and we miss you, Nay. She's got a vacation going on right now. And so, but we, again, we miss her. And, uh, but you're going to love the show right now. So let's get into it. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I'm slacking. I was doing promo. Hold on. Okay, right. no, no, we don't have to like we'll wait just like two seconds. I got you, I got you, I got you guys, I got yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was trying, I was trying to send the show out to a couple more people before we uh got rolling, try to get a few more eyes up in here. You know, let's uh while we're waiting for TJ, this was his uh this was his uh segment, and he'll come in. Mental health check, mental health check. I think that's very important. Um, I saw an interview with Jay-Z one time and he made a great idea. He said it should be not illegal, but like it should be the government should put more of an emphasis to give each of us either a caseworker for free or a psychologist or, or a therapist. And I totally agree. I know that's expensive, but the, the money that we throw on, like, in my opinion, frivolous stuff and things that like we don't really need to. A lot of people think that we need to be in a military state. A lot of people think that we need to be um, totally intervention, which I've changed my opinion on. I know this is going to sound weird. Um, from watching Homeland. <laughs> uh, wow, right? I, it, it sounds like, um, yeah, man. Uh, are you a doctor, Vince? Are you do no, no, I stayed at a Holiday Inn, though. I stayed at a Holiday Inn. So that's what it sounds like when I say that. I watched Homeland, and so my all my foreign policy has changed. Also, I read a John, uh, John Bolton book. He used to be the ambassador for the Bush administration, and he was the head um, national security for Trump. So he's, he's okay. very inside. He's a lifer. I know a lot of people, and including myself, I don't think people should be career politicians, even though I want to get into politics. <laughs> very, uh, very uh, hypocritical of me. But that's what I am. <laughs> Biracial people are double standards, and I'm a Gemini. I'm allowed to cross over. But anyway, right. so back to mental health. We all need it. We all need it, man. There's so many people that carry trauma over, and they pass it over, whether... Um, I remember I saw a stat. If you've been molested, you're 75% more likely to molest someone else. So pain just transfers over. And even like less stuff, even like, you know, if uh, my father runs, I'm not going to go too deep. But like, you know, he, he he was in the foster system a little bit. He's been through a lot of turbulence. And sorry, he, he hasn't seeked that much mental health. And a lot of people rely on their spouses, their girlfriends, their mothers, and they they don't get it. And they don't get it. And that's why. That's why actually there's this huge statistic. And I know we have a bunch of stats on here. Thanks, Cliff. There's yes. this huge statistic. Um, women, uh, actually around the world, the number one uh, death for women is homicide. And the number one death, for, it used to be heart attacks and breast cancer in America. Now it's fenticide again. It's it's men just, and in India, we don't have this story. It's all good. Um, someone, this young woman just got, just got murdered by her ex-husband. And in India, they have very lax laws, especially protecting women. You would think, and that's one of those places where, like, I know a lot of times I'm like, "Wow, this is like third world when it comes to women." No, India, India decided to to, to say, "Yo, I uh, hold my beer, hold my beer." But anyway, this is this is 
So I gave some, I give some tips and tidbits and some fun facts, but let's really check in. Thank you, TJ, for being here. Cool, T- cool ass sir. TJ. Yes, sir. Crazy but true podcast. So I just gave a bunch of boring stats. Take it away, our mental health, TJ. Listen, man, I'm just glad to be here. Thank y'all for having me on Keep Up. My man. Let's, let's get into it. I, yeah. I'm done talking. Let's get into it. But first, we have to start with the mental health check. That's something that we do on Crazy But True, the podcast. We love starting the pie, you know, checking in with the people, letting them know how we doing. Just give them a mental health number on where we at in life this week. So I got to ask y'all, man, first tell the people how y'all doing. And then after how y'all doing, let's give them a mental health number of where y'all at. Just this you week. go first, Glenn. Please you go first. Uh, I'm all right. You know, uh, I'm in an emotionally abusive relationship at times. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I got, I got, I got three kids, two of whom, you know, I live with, with, uh, my current girl. So, uh, you know, mental health is, uh, is something I focus on daily. Right. Important. Right. I focus on it daily. Uh, you know what I do, like, I've never been to therapy or anything like that, technically like traditional therapy, but I've uh, I've done a lot of deep diving in like, uh, you know, Buddhist um, theologies and things like that, because it's all about, you know, it, it, the main thing with Buddhism that helped me and I'm not religious at all. It's, it's not the religious aspect of it, but they teach you to never dive too deep into anything you're feeling, whether it's happy, whether it's sad, no matter what the feeling is, understand that's just what you're feeling at that moment and not to, you know, overindulge in any emotion positive Ooh. or negative you know Ooh. so you know I, I i did a lot of diving in that that's helped my mental a lot uh eckhart toll i don't know if you guys are familiar with eckhart toll tolle or toll he's the man you know things like that uh yeah and if i'm not on top of my mental health every day you might, you might see me on the news gotta so i gotta be, be on it gotta you know be. What I mean? so, so what what number are you at 10 being you good everything is straight and one mean send some help, pray for me. Where you at as far as a number on your mental health? So what are we saying? Like today, the last week? What, 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 so, right so now, today, this today. moment right now. Where are you at? Uh well, the family's on vacation in Florida. So Ooh. I'm like a I'm like a 49 right Ooh. now. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay, that's what's up. <laughs> yeah, homie. Yeah, mental health is up. Word. Mental health is up. That's what's up. At the moment. Where up. you at? Where you at, my good brother? I am in a five. I'll be honest. Ooh, uh, yeah, talk about it, man. What's going on over there? Uh, I'm just, I'm just having problems communicating. It's like maybe, I know I try to like narrow it down, but I'm pretty sure it's more frequent that I'm saying. But I think like what I notice, there's like two times a year where I'm just like, like nuclear, like I'm just like toxic, like, and I and I try, I try really hard. Like I don't know if it's like. And again, I'm not like super into horoscopes and astrology, but a lot of people go, that's because you were Gemini events or like, that's because you're just an asshole or, and I know, I know that's my brand. Some, not sometimes, most of the time my brand, I love Larry David. He's like my spirit animal, but yeah. every once in a while, I'm sure, and, and that's a hyperbole of him. He's admitted that himself, that it's like a hyper version of him. So I'm sure like, you know, he can't be like that consistently all day and like, you know, try and try to live a normal life. So it gets to me sometimes. There's certain people that only follow the show if they're like happy with me. You know what I'm saying? So that's why it's hard to like have friends and friends and family like to rely on the podcast. That's fine. Um, uh, I didn't mean to mention this, but like, 
I've been thirst strapping a little bit on the account. That's why we got to talk about it. We need to separate one day, which I'm not going to go hardcore. But like sometimes I need that type of attention too. I'm not gay, by the way, guys. Not to you guys. You guys know that. But like, sorry, guys out there that you know I've been thirst trapping with the tongue and all that kind of stuff. But like, uh, and thank you, Mina. Thank you for stopping by again. We love having you here. Uh, Yeah, but even so, like I'm like seeking attention in the wrong spots. That's what I'm saying because like I'm just lonely. I'm lonely, my dog. I'm like, hey, not, that, that, not that I'm lonely with her. I'm like so sad that like, like within the, like the like within a yeah. year, I'm probably gonna lose her soon. I'm very sad about that. Ooh. I feel like when people help me out with that, it's like a chore, and I hate that because she's been in the family for so long. So it's like, why why are you doing her dirty like that? Yeah. Um. Yeah. Vitality. There's just all types of things while I'm halfway. Sorry. I need a therapist, oh, and, I, and, I, and I've been paying so much for the dog. I had to stop doing that. I was doing telehealth, and it and it became so expensive with the dog. I'm like, I'll get back. I'll get back to my telehealth when, yeah, when I when I don't when I don't spend a thousand dollars on a dog every month. Listen, that five is low, but that's why I'm here. Hopefully, you know, by the end of the show, by mid show, that five is running up, is going up, and by the end, we close to about a nine to ten by the end of the show, man. Good. Right. I'm, I'm I'm open to that. We treat today, today like therapy. Well, for me, man, so far, so good for me. I'm getting a little nervous because the summer is starting to wind down a little bit for me. I know not, not like for other people, but I'm in, you know, the education system. So the summer starting to wind down. So my mental health is, is starting to shake a little bit. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, about, I'm about at a seven, right? I'm about at a, okay. uh, a teetering seven right now. But... Okay. I'm winding down, so I got. I'm starting to switch my mind back into you know getting back into work and you know getting a, a little sleeping schedule. That's the worst. Right. Man. That's the worst. So, so I'm getting there. I'm at a seven right now, but I'm pretty sure my my show is gonna be dropped by the end of the show, and I'm gonna be up, and I'm gonna be up for the show. So, all right, man. Appreciate y'all for checking in, and I love for y'all. I love for all the listeners to check in as well. Let us know your mental health number. Where you at this week? Where you at right now? How your week been? Check in with us. Give us that number. Right. How are you not on like a like a midnight program, like a radio station? What is going on? I feel like I feel like I'm one of the listeners. I feel like I called you up and was like, yo, Les Brown, like, yo, talk to me. Listen, that's my gift. That that's how that's how I win. That's how I win everybody. It's it's the sound. Don't don't listen to what I say. They just listen to my voice. And not even just a voice. You're just like a great presence like your mc like you just had us captivated like right away like he came into the pre-meeting we were like yes yes no <laughs> we drank all the kool-aid we were like yes. yeah, cj's good people I, man I'm trying. i didn't mean to i don't mean to disagree with you um cliff not that i disagree you got your own stuff but like how you um internalize things for me personally for me personally very personal um and i mention this all the time i gotta stop mentioning this like my go-to and i don't usually go to, to walt disney for the go-to but Inside Out is one of my favorite Disney movies because they use all the feelings in the toolbox. And I remember, what was it, uh, which is apropos, um, Louis Black, who I like blow up. And even some of my segments are kind of like, you know, a copy off of him, you know, like being a little stirred and, and then just going all wild. Um, I love him. But um, when he, oh, no, it wasn't him. It was the sadness. I forgot who played that voice. But when she left, it crumbled the whole operation. And so that's what I'm trying to say. So I lean into my feelings, whether I'm being very happy which could be kind of pi- very bipolar, to be honest. But um, yeah, no, I lean into my feelings because, like, yeah. I, it just helps me, in my opinion. Maybe acknowledge them. 
acknowledge them. Don't let you let them control you. I think I that's the key. I agree. Don't let it consume you. Know I mean? No, that definitely yeah. happens to me. I get in the rabbit hole like the Buddhists say. Oh, like yeah, be present. You know that's what I mean? Right. It, it, it's probably it, it's the Drake in you, Vince. That's all. It's the Drake coming out. It's, <laughs> it's the light face. skin. It's the light skin brother. It's the light skin brother in him. Oh, Drake, I'm coming sure. home. <laughs> hey, right, right. Every last can have that Drake moment. So you just drinking right now. You'll get out of it soon. Don't worry. He don't definitely worry. encouraged me to get more in my bag of feelings. Maybe that's why in it's the okay. show I was going it's to bathroom like that. I'm like, yo. And now I get to rap about my feelings. Now I get to talk about the girl that hurt my feelings. Thanks, Drake. Thanks. No, but that's what it should be, right? Like, that's the whole point. It's like, <clears throat> acknowledge them and address them. You know, uh, th- 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 this fighter actually, uh, this dude, Patty Pimblett, after oh, uh, his win yesterday. I brought after- that on, actually. Go ahead. Oh, you've good. seen him talk about the mental that health? Good. That was a good speed. That went viral. That was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually clipped it, but I didn't. It went put it viral out. before that because of the weight loss, which was crazy, too. But yes. See? Yeah, a, a friend of his committed suicide uh, right before the fight a couple days. And he was like, he was like, you know, he's like, listen, he's like, he's like, there's too much of a stigma, especially with men. Like men globally are two yeah, times more likely and in the Western world, four to five times more likely to commit suicide because of the stigma of men can't be, you know, talk about their feelings. Men can't, you know, and I've always been the type where like all my peoples, I've always been the dude to check in, you know, because you, if you don't way. check in on dudes. A lot of times we're not going to tell you what we're really feeling. I could I could back that up. He definitely that, does. He bad. definitely does. In the middle of like while we're talking shop, he'll just be like he'll either like tell like he'll be like yo I'm going through so like you know yeah if you notice any which I don't I'm like I, I always think you're working hard so he gives me like a little heads up and then also he asked about me too so I really appreciate that clip I really and I really appreciate you bringing this in TJ. Okay, this great hey, it's important. It it's is important. Mental health is important. You might send us a cease and desist. We might like integrate this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, yo, did you copyright mental health chicken? I hope so. Trademark coming. Keep we up. Talk about that. We gotta talk about yeah, that. I think, I think, <laughs> it's cool. I think it's cool. I think everyone should do that. That's something I do within my classes. Like when I when I'm teaching, like before I even do a lesson, let me check in on my students. Let me see you or their mentor is, so that they have me better. What teach. do you teach, TJ? Right. You don't have to go to you. I'm gonna let y'all guess. I'm gonna give y'all one guess a piece before I tell y'all. This is the what subject? Yeah, I'm gonna say, oh, so it's high school, uh, or middle school. High school. school. I'm gonna say, I'm I'm gonna be lazy because I used to teach you U.S. history. Did you do you teach history? I think, I think language arts or like you know, definitely, definitely language arts, English. Nice. Tough grade, singing humanities over here. I like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The big kids. So that's what's up. That's good. Oh, so I'm happy good. about that. We need more educators like you, man. That's amazing. Uh, I, that's another. That's another topic. That's another podcast. But we definitely need more educators, especially more right. minority educators for sure. You're so well let, let, Like you're like a real person. Like that. When I word, I'm in an industry saying. where it's like kind of polished too, and and I'm not trying to like speak for them but they've said it like yo vince we like that and you said it in the pre-recording we like when you're authentic vince sometimes i apologize i'm like oh right. sorry like no, vince, no we really like that we that's why we like working for you and when i was a teacher very briefly very briefly i tried <laughs> to be like that too and i tried to be like yes I'm, I'm here to do my job i'm here to teach you and i'm not gonna like divulge my whole like business my whole personal yeah. life but just know that i have a personal life too i'm a real person like i 
They found right. out I went to Coachella. They found out I went to Coachella when uh, Digital Tupac was there. And I had like this big tan. And they're like, where'd you go? <laughs> and they were so shocked. They were like, Mr. Sanders, you went to Coachella. I'm like, yeah. why is it a big deal? Why can't I live my life? <laughs> why <laughs> can't I, I bring good. my mental health to 10? Why can't <laughs> Right. But I think that's actually what's helped society become better and more wary of mental health and all that go ties in like, like 15, 20 years, maybe 20, 25 years ago, like a teacher couldn't be just a regular guy, you know, like, you know, now, like it's actually accepted. Like, bro, I remember like going on my first job interviews and I'm probably, I'm a little older than both of y'all, you know, not by a ton, but, but I got some years on y'all, but I remember like, Happy birthday, Cliff. It was this week. Happy birthday. Hey, 35, three times. 35, a bunch of times. And that's my age. You ask my age, that's my age. 35, a bunch of times. But (laughs) but I remember going on my first job interviews like, oh, there cannot be one piece of hair on your face. You have to be totally clean shaven. And now you see dudes that manage places with with earrings and nose rings, and because that shouldn't define with you. With a man, but right? I've seen people in a professional. Which right. I don't think it's unprofessional. And you're right. Yeah. I've actually not just with rap or anything. I've actually become less of a snob, except for movies and television. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. But everything else, I've become less of a snob. So when it comes to corporate life, I used to be like that. I well, only because I was conditioned that way because I was just so used to like that was the way to get my foot in the door. But now, if it were up to me, if I was in the hiring practice, as long as you do the job, I don't care. I don't care. I don't I don't want to like out this person, but I was working at this place and I was like filling in as a manager and the Oh, okay. Oh, nice. And the person um the person admitted to me, she banged through all these emails. I didn't even think of anything. And she goes like this, Vince, I have to tell you something. She's smoking a cigarette on the roof. I'm like, "What's up?" I thought it was like something serious. And I was filling in. I didn't really care. And she goes, I I'm I'm like I'm like on too much Adderall right now and I'm like <laughs> okay and she goes you're, you're not mad at me I'm like no you're you're an adult like God, yeah do what you do what you got to do, do your like, job not, yeah right? do your job yeah. so like I'm not like encouraging that I'm not like being like yeah there's different circumstances that actually yeah. actually can make that more extreme but like at that sure. moment I was just like do you do you like what you gotta do. Yeah, p- people people should be uh, judged and defined by uh, when jobs for jobs their experience and who they are as a person, you yes. know, and in real life who they are as a person, of course, you know what I mean. But but I also do think you shouldn't f yourself though. I agree. So one of my friends has like braids right now, and he decided to get, and that's fine. I love braids. I love dreads. I love all that. He's Hispanic. He's very light skinned. He's very very pale. He's like paler than me, and um. And he decided to get braids and brought braids and all good, all good. But like 36 is the time to experiment your hair. Oh, and, and he's making a career pivot. I'm not going to say what the, what it is, where he's like transitioning from, but like, I'm like, dude. Oh, he's he, transitioning. And I got he's what he said. His rebuttal was, oh my bad. No, not that way. <laughs> <laughs> you can't even use that word anymore. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> um, uh, and he was like, when I said that, I was like, but, but, but I'm like, dude, like, that's how that, that that's how it is, especially where you're looking to transition to blah blah blah. And he goes, "Well, that shouldn't be. I want to. I don't want to work there if they're like they don't want to hire me for my hair." Blah blah blah. And I'm like, right. "But you don't have the resume to combat that. Like, you don't right. have like right right." I get that. I get that. I'm with you. Like, fight the power. But like, right. hey, you still yeah. got to be aware, right? I mean, you know, it doesn't mean you should go into a job, you know, with, with you know, with a gun on your hip and a tattoo on your face. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> <But> <laughs> definitely not saying that but we definitely right. talked about that like when is it too old or to stop like her experimenting because that's, that's definitely a thing like 
Some jobs definitely pay attention to that. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you how because one time I went to the job and a lady instantly told me, Oh, you got a, your haircut is nice. Like that was one of the first things she said. So that's how I know right. her kind of really oh, matters right. a little bit. They right. they see if you clean cut, nice shave yeah. and right. Right. They, try to, they, they don't they're only seeing you once or twice, maybe even three times. They they have to surmise in their head who you are. And it's a big investment too, most hiring. Like right. it's a big investment. Right. So like you have to try to use your <laughs> stereotypes, even though they're not right, use your tropes, right. all that stuff. You have to like use it all together. And for me, if I was hiring someone, I'm bad. Not bad, but this is so weird the way I would do it. Um and it's, actually, no, I haven't hired people. And I don't know if I'm like divulging too much, but um so <laughs> For instance, like if someone has a bunch of hair and it's like, and it just looks sloppy, it looks like, then I'm going to be like, no, nah, that's unprofessional. Right. But if someone had like a cool ponytail or like, you know, <laughs> cool, like, like even with the dreads, like they put it in a cool way. And so I'm like, oh, that's dope. I like that. Like you just didn't like just do it just to do it. Like you, you did it. And also like the, yeah, I'm like, and I'm also, it's so funny. I don't love racial appropriation. I don't love like. When people say that, like you should be able to like do what you got to do, but it, I'm not gonna lie, it looks weird on some people. Some people, I'm just listen, like, <laughs> what are you doing? Listen, I was with you. I was with you up until to me, it's just not the hair. Like, yeah, if you got like your hair just wild all, all, all over your head, all right, I'm gonna kind of tick that off. But then I'm gonna look at everything else. Right. If everything else put together nice, put together well. I was like, uh, okay, they got something. It's something there. Right. Right out there, but everything else is there. I probably can rock with this. Right. My dad right. used to say, right. if, you know, if the hair messed up and everything else messed up, oh, no. We yeah, yeah. I agree with you. My dad, yeah. uh, when I was younger, he was like, Vince, never get some get with a girl with bad feet or bad teeth. Mm, I like it. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, not that like I disagreed. I, I was so young. I was like, why? And he goes, because if this ain't right or those ain't right, that ain't right. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. he saw this beautiful girl in the train one time and she's smiling. He had the chair like all this green on the left side. of. He was like, I'm good. I'm good. And so, yeah, I learned from that. And I'm very vain. I'm one of those people that looks at the girl first. And then if she's cool later, that's great. Like that's a bonus. Yeah, I think that's men. most I'm men in general. My family calls me shallow Val. Let me shallow uh, Vince. Shallow yeah. uh, Hal. I'm like, I can't even argue that. I, th I think that's most men like you can get prettier with a dope personality, but a lot of the times like, you, you know, you got to have something physically appealing to start the conversation for a man. I think often you, you know? got to make an ugly woman, your wife. All right. right. Are we good? Should we are, are we all checked yes. in? And now all let's right. do this. Now let's do this. Do yes. the normal, the normal joint and I'll play the uh, actual intro and then we'll get into the subjects. So this way we don't not play the intro. So I know there's a cut, and now it's oh. time <laughs> all good, all good. We didn't do our intro as normal. Oh, should I go. do the intro again? Yeah, let's go. Let's all do right, it. all right, everybody, listen up. Shut up and keep up with my homeboy TJ and super producer Cliff. We got TJ from the Crazy but True podcast. This is TJ Cool Ads, and we got again Cliff Focus from the, the whitest. Uh, the whitest men podcast or the wiggest podcast wow i'm wiggers I'm, yeah. I'm mixing in your email address yeah 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 i got 10 brands bro That's also, the problem you got 10 also, brands and, and right and these are only on the top of my head he has a lot of programs out there and he's got also regis and cliffy lee you got to check that out that's also on the live our homegirl nay she's off for the week she is on vacation 
And she's also a regular on Crazy But True podcast. So you got to go check that out whenever she's on it. Right. Actually, all the time, not just when she's on it. And so let's get into one of our topics. You know, you love it when someone, no kids, brings up a parental conversation. I know you guys love that. I know you love Vince when he mansplains you how to raise your children. Let's get let's keep that going. Why not? Why not? So Alicia Silverstone, actually, one of my favorite movies ever is Clueless. I know that sometimes I know uh, that shocks no one here, and it definitely doesn't shock the gay community <laughs> out there. The, the gay community that loves me out there. Thank you. I, I appreciate you guys. You guys uh, definitely know that um, I have no bounds when it comes to my taste. But Clueless, uh, I love the soundtrack too. Big fan of the soundtrack. I like her. I like Elizabeth Silverstone. I think uh, she was one of the bright spots of that terrible Batman and Robin movie. Um, that was a terrible movie with the nipples with George Clooney. But anyway, back to her. She has had very controversial stances all her life, since, especially since she's been a parent. She has an 11-year-old son. And I have no... All right, I'm going to say this. And I've said this before. I don't mind if you don't get vaccinated. It's just that... If I was a parent and I had my children vaccinated, I would try to be in areas where like that herd mentality, all that kind of stuff. So that's just me. I'm not trying to like exclude anybody. If it ends up that way, that sucks. Obviously, politics gets in the way of those type of things. I, again, I don't want anybody to feel uncomfortable. Me either. Got to come to a middle ground with that. So anyway, Jim Carrey is one of my favorite act comedic actors. He's the same way. All good. Got to do what you got to do. So she's already been controversial with that. She's already been controversial with, she's very unorthodox. She's a very unorthodox parent. And now she's in the news again. She's, she has her own podcast. She has a very, um, a great following on Instagram. She's a great entertainer. She has her son sleeping with her. And I say that as if it's bad. It's not. Um, an 11 year old sleeping in her bed. Do I think it's a little weird? Yes. Yes. Would I do it? No. But the thing that changed my mind a little, it didn't change my mind, but I, I got the empathy for it. There was, and especially there's so much violence out there today. There's so much violence. Um, there's so many people that just like, we, we did the mental health check. There's so many people that are on the verge of just like really, really like getting ticked off and like just going off on people. They're like on their last thread. And so someone in the comment thread, I think it was on Instagram when I was reading uh, one of the stories, they were like, hey, there's just so much craziness going out there why are we mad at someone showing a little bit more love to their kids let me pause you, you yeah you the comment section how how deep do y'all get into the comment section when y'all read how many scrolls do y'all give it before y'all depends sometimes again like cliff said about the buddhist thing i don't want to go into the rabbit hole most of the time it's when someone suggests it they go yo you got to see the comment section yeah. But sometimes you just get too into it. So, and then it gets, sometimes it gets yeah. negative. Sometimes it's something like you believe in or you feel like you have to like respond. And that's why I don't like read it too much. No, Cliff, me neither. Not too much. Go, how far do you go, Cliff, in the comment section? Not, not, not too far. Uh, I think the most in the most unhinged people on the planet at this point are the people who type in comment sections. <laughs> the <laughs> trolls. You know what I mean? So I we try love to you trolls, by the way. Keep trolling you know? us. We love it. No, but you can have fun with it, though. One of the main reasons I stay at the comment section, too, is because, like, people, like, get silly, and then you flame broil roast them if you're good at it, and then they report you. Next thing you know, I'm reported. I'm like, you just said some crazy shit. All I did was flatten you. Now I'm reported. You know what oh, I mean? We will give it to you your way. Yeah. So I'm going to read these bullet points real quick, and you guys have the floor after that. Yeah. Alicia Silverstone, and this is from insider.com, guys. Alicia Silverstone recently shared in a podcast that she and her 11 year old son share a bed. 
A pediatrician said co-sleeping should not happen before 12 months and should stop at pre-puberty. So he's over. He's already there. He's at the threshold. Co-sleeping yeah. can disrupt sleep for both children and parents. Who goes? Go ahead, TJ. Listen, I was not surprised. Like, for, it was a, c- a couple of things I wasn't surprised with. First of all, her last name was Silverstone. I was like, oh, yeah. And, you, and second of all, they didn't, go, they didn't go hard enough on this headline. The inside I was being too nice, and I read, I read probably four other headlines. They didn't go hard enough on this. I'm just saying, and I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull the race card just for a second because I think this is kind of funny. If it was a black person, it wouldn't say sharing a bed. They they should have went harder on this because this is a oh, little bit. Oh yeah, Michael Jackson. Yeah, they went through a whole court case. Come on, man. Come on. Like yeah, but, but that that's her own kid. Though. That wasn't his. Nah, that don't. Yeah, yeah that's, that's going that's, that's a little yeah, different. Yeah. But I thought that yeah. should have went a little bit harder on her because this is a little bit wild. Eleven years old is wild, and then they had the doctor or the the psychiatrist, the psychiatrist to back it up and say that this is wild. This is nasty. Ugh. Eleven years old. That's too old. And now I was like, damn. I wonder how long she was breastfeeding this dude too. Well, what well, about to, this? To, like, take we think word, this but... is bad. What about that? This was at nine years old. Oh, that's from her. That's from her. Yes. Well, that yeah, that was wild. I remember that too. So, oh my but, god. Yeah, but crazy. come on, that's ten times worse. Not surprised. That's crazy though. In okay. the bed joint. So that's ten times worse. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, uh, wow, that's man. crazy. My my aunt on my dad's side, um, one of her children, she breastfed until like five or six and that's not yeah me for for me so again i'm not like really too judgmental on this because again everybody has to parent the way they want and the way that they can as long as they're functioning society same thing same level as the the the, the adderall girl um same energy on that but um oh that is so weird that is so weird it is. It, as far as the bed the independence that's that's my only that's my real right. concern my ind- right. independence of the children you only have so much time to kind of instill that in them and right. how do you wean off of that how do you wean off of that how did how do they not turn into stewie from mad tv let me do that let me do, like how do they not turn into that you know what i'm saying like that's hard that's hard not to yeah yeah a- as a parent i like all right so here's the thing right my son is nine right and he'll he still sleeps in the bed with his mom like one two days a week. I've been trying to break the habit since birth. You know what I mean? Like I've been trying to get these kids out the goddamn bed so I can still get some damn pussy, and that hasn't worked out too much in recent years either. But I've been trying to fight it for that reason and for what you said, the independent reason, right? But there's also a big difference between what she's saying. Like she literally goes out of her way to have her son sleep with her on a nightly basis. You know, that's a little different than like, you know, so, you know, a, a child, you know, oh, all right, whatever. I'm going to go lay with mommy and then they fall asleep or whatever it might be, you know. So it, it, it depends on. But when you got a woman then who did this, took baths with a kid who did this, fed her kid like a bird, you know, well, let's you remember that shit there, in 2012. You remember that? Oh, yeah, I remember that. I remember that. And that's why she said he doesn't need vaccines because he eats bird food. I was like, wow, OK, sweet <laughs> COVID. I like that. OK. <laughs> Okay. You know, um, I definitely don't. So, so when I was younger, when I was like about like four or five, every once in a while, like a parent would bring you into like the bathroom just like for a quick shower or something, like th- maybe three. It wasn't that far to be honest. So nudity is nudity. I'm not a big like 
prude about that. My dad, unfortunately, sometimes he'd be like, naked daddy alert, naked dad. And he would like run out like from the bathroom into his room. So it's not that big of a deal. But you're right. I agree. When you force it, that's so what? Just saw mom nude. Like there's worse things that can happen. But you're right. Like soaking in a tub with him, like especially he's so young and stuff like oh. that. Like there's mad things to explain. So I'm like on the fence. I wouldn't do any of these things. I would be on the conservative side of these things. Me too. Um, I would, yeah, because like I just don't want to mess this kid up. <laughs> I don't want to mess this kid yeah. up. Like, there's so many things that can mess this kid up. I'm gonna be the one to like sexually confuse this kid, or like I just feel like it's such a tightrope. Again, like she's got to do what she's got to do. If it's working, it's working. But for me, I don't think that would work. I think my kid would come out really messed up if I was showering with him at like her, her and him at 11 years old. Like she, like, Dad, enough. Go take your own shower. Get out of here. Like, how, why is yeah. he not saying that? Yeah, Joe, Joe, Joe Biden. She's like Joe Biden. Her and Joe Biden are similar. Oh, That's mm-hmm. great. And also, like, I, I was, I was thinking as well. Like, as I'm, as I'm reading, as I'm reading this, I'm like, this is it's so cringy. It's, it's so cringy, dog. I'm like, right, Ugh. right. And what you said too is what makes it extra cringy. Is like if you read the entire story. Like she's like the way she explains it is what makes it get even weirder, you know. Like, say less, say less, Alicia. Say less. Keep that. <laughs> you see well, this also, one? Also, while I was reading, I also was like, "But damn, I really can't. I'm not in inside, so I really can't tell how she's parenting. Maybe right. the eleven year old, maybe something wrong with the eleven year old. Maybe you know. I saw. I was thinking like, damn, maybe they need it." But I hope, I hope they need it. I hope it's for like some kind of emotional right. type of thing. Well, you like know I, what it I is, TJ? Oh, good. What I think it is, is that she's like, she's like an old school classical liberal, right? Like mm-hmm. the natural, mm-hmm. you know, no vaccine. Like you said, you know, this and that. Like she's like the old, like that's the irony about the whole vaccine conversation is the old anti-vaxxers were all the liberals, all yeah. the hippies, all mm-hmm. the this to that. And then like that, Cause you know, so that's what I think with her. Like she's like that weird, you know, barefoot white liberal hugging. shit. Yeah, yeah. You know. Okay, so I got a hypothetical for you guys. Um, do you guys remember the Man Show with uh, Jimmy Kimmel and Adam Carolla? Yeah. On Comedy yeah. Central, obviously it wouldn't rock today. Um, so that yeah, like, if you got it. And now Jimmy out. Kimmel is the most bitch ass liberal ever. But let's keep going. Comedy Central. And, and you know what? That's good. That's actually. Oh god, TJ, what'd you say? I'm gonna go ahead. That's a good uh, debatable too, like devolve or evolve. Right. Right. Anyway, so with uh, the man show, there was this particular joke, and it's going to lead to my question. Um, they had the juggies, and if, the, if if everybody didn't get a chance to watch it, they used to have these women that would jump on trampolines, and throughout the show, <laughs> they would shake their boobs. It was totally, totally catered to men, like the the whole like like toxic masculinity stuff. But it was great. It was a good show, to be honest. And so there was this one segment where they transferred, they transformed his aunt, um, Jimmy Kimmel. They transformed his aunt into a juggie. And he oh, goes like yeah. this. Oh, man, I don't know about my cousin, but he told me um, just after this happened, he's trying to get back in the womb. So <laughs> what I'm going to say to you guys, yo, what if J-Lo, what if J-Lo was your mom? Would you would you be opposed to taking a shower with her at 11? If she was my adopted mom, I wouldn't. I would <laughs> right. Can I right. come out, please? Right, right. She's the adoptive mom. You're like, I just got right. my first boner. What do I do? Yeah. Can you sure. suck it? 
So, if, so if Sophia Vergara or like somebody that's really hot to you guys, not to say that I want this, like this is not, I'm not, I'm not trying to go on Pornhub and be like, no stepmom, no mom, no. I don't brother. know. I don't know. But um, <laughs> so if it was the hottest girl out there, and I'm not saying you have to sleep with the mom, you'd be like, no mom, I, I don't want to be in the, the like. I get what you're saying. You're saying like, if your mom is pretty, do you feel less uncomfortable? Yeah. Due to it, which and Alicia Silverstone is the top percentile, even at her age. She's pretty. She's pretty. She's she, she's. Not, I'm not saying yeah. you're. I'm not saying it's like. No, actually, I don't know what that's called. I forgot. Oedipus. I'm not saying some Oedipus complex. I'm not saying homeboy wants to go bang his mom. But no. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I feel the I same like way. It. Like it was a trap. It was a trick, guys. I wanted yeah. to see if I had to throw you guys in the Alabama yeah. slammer. <laughs> what about this one? Did you see this? No punishments. If Bear misbehaves, I just stick my left titty in his mouth. That always solves my you know problem. That always, <laughs> that always <laughs> me. Grabbing the titty yourself at eleven. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That may or may not be satire, but you know, I just wanted to put that oh, in there. All good. All good. So let's get down. So since we're with, oh, go ahead, TJ. Wait, TJ, what are you gonna say, brother? Question for Cliff. In a perfect world, you said your son is nine. How old or what's the age do you think I no more sleeping in the bed? It's about to go down because I've been fighting this fight for a long fucking time, you know. And I know it's not no funny shit and no weird shit. It's just you know he's a mama's boy. My my son is very. Like my daughter is far more like 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 me, you know what I mean? Like just more independent, more strong, more I want to do my own thing. Whereas my son still got that. That that's the only part of it too, right? It's like you don't want to. That's normal. <laughs> yeah, like he he's just such a sweet little kid, right? And he's got that mommy son okay. shit. So you know, it's like, but but no, but in a perfect world, uh, that shit would have stopped six years ago. Six. Ooh, ooh, God. Yeah, fuck all that. I hate it. Vince, I fucking hate it for multiple Vince, reasons. What age would you say is you can't sleep in the bed with us? What age would you say that? And I know we don't have kids, but if you could put an age on it, what age would you say? I say three. Three. Mm. You're muted, Vin. You're muted. Vin, you're muted. <laughs> I would probably be on Cliff's side on that. Um, and like on the time limit, because um, in my opinion, and again, I've never been married, so you guys could definitely discount this, and I've never had children. Uh, I'm trying to keep this marriage together. So if me and the wife are not banging, that's the law for all of us. <laughs> right. I'm trying to keep this together. So we separate because we banging other people, or we stop like I, so you in the way of this kid. I'm gonna have to talk to him on the side okay. and be like, yo, right. <laughs> you're gonna be right. in the same position as me one day, man. You need to like go, we we're gonna get you a dog, we're gonna get you like a dog, like a passive. But again, I don't know any of these. I'm not Dr. Kevorkian, I'm not like <laughs> I'm not Mr. Spock. Um, Dr. Spock, I'm not uh, Dr. Jo oh no, actually, that's a sex doctor. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah. no, uh, I I would I like to my parents tried to go in the route of independence. It's not like they threw me in a pool and said like go swim at like two or something like that. No, in moderation, right? Training wheels, bumpers on the on the bowling uh, pins. But like Cliff said, at at some point, at some point, that we you got to let the wings fly a little bit. You got to see right. how okay. that kid male or female yeah. how they respond to real life how they respond yeah. to something i remember chris rock and we're gonna get into chris rock in the cool down um i remember this thing also he was like you got to prepare for the real world i like you we're cool we like you we love you we we're on the fence about you but the rest of the world don't give a fuck about you and so you got to prepare for that and you got to prepare them for those life situations i'm big on that i'm a very big teaching my kids in that way unfortunately 
my girl is very much a pushover parent, unfortunately. So it's a battle. And like, you know, when you're in a long relationship or have kids, you kind of like, as you get older, especially, you learn to like, you know, when to put your foot down, when to take a loss, when to be like, fuck it. And the foot's about to come down on that issue, though, hard. Real Sorry, soon. nine-year-old, it's happening. It's happening. Yeah. It's in motion. You little it's motherfucker. Motion. I need them titties, man. Don't hog it all. Don't hog <laughs> yeah. all the memory glands. What's going on here, man? You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Are, we ready? Are we ready to move on? Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. Dash. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, Sesame Street is wilding. Yo, take us away, TJ. Listen, I know y'all been seeing it. If y'all haven't like heard about it, y'all seen some clips of some kind of Sesame Street doll walking down the parade and literally disregarding every black kid, almost every black kid that they seen. Sesame Street, what's going on? What's going on? Y'all wrong for this, man. And people want to know who is behind this. Is it is it Rosalita is the name of this? Rosita. 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 They're bilingual. Their first one. Now they have a few of them, but this is their first bilingual. That's crazy. So, so Rosita is minority too, and you, oh my God, what's going right. on? Right. Well, some of them in the Spanish community do not consider themselves Rosita. So, yeah, what's what's that, like, is a cantillion or like Latin America? We don't know. So, right. yeah, this is a, a Sesame Parade. I'm not sure exactly where it's at, but it's a Sesame Parade, and you can uh, see Sesame it. Place, and uh, I believe uh, the the one in PA. Yeah, mm-hmm. there we go. And as you can see in the video. Acknowledge some kids. I like that too, to be honest. Right, walk past the black kids. Uh, uh. That's the first video that came out. Right, it's the first one that hit the market. Yeah, that's the main one. That's like the main one that's been going viral. <laughs> and then after the statement that they came out with, they came out with a statement saying that Rosita was uh, ignoring someone asking them to pick up their child. So that's why you saw him go like, "No, no, no." Right? Okay. Right. Which makes sense. In the beginning, yeah, you can see that, like, she's pointing and waving over here. And PR, right? Good job, good job lawyers. Good job, lawyers. Good job, PR. Y'all, y'all, y'all right. almost got out of that. Y'all almost got out. Right. Oh, no, but, I'm not. Oh, no, I'm with you, by the way. I'm just like, I'm just saying for me, I've been in those suits. It's mad hot, and you definitely can't pick people up. But no, I definitely am with you on this. This is terrible. Yeah. But it, it, the next day after the statement came out, more videos came out. Okay. Uh, yeah, more videos to resurface. Like, literally, you got videos from other angles of the same incident. You got videos from the same parade happening probably a month before. So, as more videos came out with the same characters and other characters doing the same thing. So, it was a big, it was a big, big little outrage. Huge uproar. You had celebrities talking about it. One that stood out was Kelly Rowland. Kelly Rowland came out. She said she would have shut the whole month parade down. Good, good. We need. Yeah, a if it's obvious and it's a, yeah, if it's obvious and evident, and w- which which some of these clips for sure are. Some of them, you know, I th- I think this one is a little more debatable, only because like I don't know how much he's seen the little girl in this one, because in those suits you can't really see below you a lot. So this one I'm not sure about, but there's other ones that. It's pretty obvious she that there's nothing. Blame, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty blatant. Um, I hate to pick on Mark Rolberg, but actually I don't. Um, when I found out that he had two civil injunctions on him, two separate occasions, and I read all about it too. Like I was like, yo, because I liked Mark Rolberg for a long time. It's not that I like hate him now, it's just that I look at him a little differently now. And especially that he tried to cover it up. So for anybody that well, doesn't when he, know when he beat the Asian to death back in the day. Yes, he beat these two Fil- Filipino guys up. I think they were Filipino. 
and uh, called them racial slurs on top of that, almost like killed one of them. Before that, when he was a child, he tried to beat up two black girls, did the same thing, just tried to like, and even said racial slurs back then. He got a mark on his record, permanent mark, when he, Marky Mark, years later on the sly, tried to tried to remove it. And, and when they asked him, when they pressed him about it, he was like, well, I just felt like it was enough time. Like, to who? To the victims? To the people you did that to? No, bro. No, you don't get to erase racism. So my joke for that is, well, what, would they hire Mark Goldberg? What is he in that? Is he in that Zoe thing? Yeah, and somebody yeah, would have yeah, called yeah. me. So I'm not going to lie. When I used to do this, this is a long time ago. I used to work for a party company that made me dress like this. I used to be Elmo, uh, Winnie the Pooh, um, Dora the Explorer. I, I did it all. And, um, yo, I'm not going to lie. Mad people, when I was getting dressed, they saw what I looked like or whatever. And so some of them would hit on me. They would put on, they would put numbers in my thing. They would grab like whatever area they thought was my penis or my ass. And, and, um, wait, without even seeing you? I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Oh, no, no, not without. They saw me huh. in the beginning. So they were like, oh, like oh. what are these OG furries? Like, what the hell's going on? It, I'm not gonna lie. It was a lot of older women. It was a lot of, <laughs> and, and, and so one time I was at a barbecue and yo, I had to come with my cousin because she was my manager at the time for the thing. And I was like, dude, I am getting molested like crazy out here. And she goes, Yo, we making that money, man. You got to put yourself out there, but you got to take one for the team. <laughs> yeah. like, put on yo. a cup. Put on so a cup. My point is, if they got a, if they would have caught me on camera, I would have been the racist. I because I was going like this, like I was yeah, doing the Heisman. Yeah. I was like Jim Brown over here, OJ, like yo, get yeah, 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 like, <laughs> eyes here, eyes on the beady yeah. eyes of Elmo. Oh, here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I feel you on that for sure. And I'm definitely with you on that. And in college, I was a our college mascot. When I wasn't playing football, I was a mascot. So I know exactly, you know, what you're talking about, how little kids, you know, they're violent, but they don't know they're violent. They're little kids. So I get that. What's funny was when I was mascot, and I did ignore some kids. I ignored them badass kids who used to throw haymakers at my at my kneecap. Baby kids. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I kind of felt it a little bit. But I wasn't blatantly annoying, you know, kids because of their race. And that's really crazy. I got a question for you and Cliff. Like, if you the head of HR, you had a you on the board of this of Sesame Street or this whole thing, how y'all fixing this issue at this point? Cause you, now you deep in, now you gotta you gotta call the big boys out to help you fix this this huge issue you got. How how, how y'all fixing this? If y'all if y'all was ahead, Cliff, on that board or if you was head of HR, you have to fix this problem. How you doing it? I mean, the first thing I'm doing is I'm going to bring everybody in those, you know, suits in for a meeting, you know, pick their brains, try to find out whether or not, you know, it, it it's a legitimate purposeful bias. Is it a by mistake bias? Was it, you know, uh, more innocent than, you know, that than appears, you know, which it, you know, there's enough of it where it seems like there could be literal racism going on or at least, you know, unconscious bias at the very least, you know, and, you know, I'll probably putting out a bullshit statement like they did here. And uh, and 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 honestly, I'm you're going to have to vet them more right before you put people, you know, you got to understand, too, this is in this this Sesame place is like not too far from uh, from uh, from Philly. You know, so you're going to have a lot of minority kids and you have to make sure that you're not hiring people that have any of those, uh, you know, inclinations, whether conscious or subconscious, mm, you know, tough. That's tough. 
Yeah. You, got a lot, you got a lot of work to do, Cliff. A lot of work. Right. right. <laughs> a, lot. a lot. A lot of paperwork. Goodness <laughs> great. I feel like you were HR. I'm like, what, I got to watch what I say now. Like, Cliff's going to bring me <laughs> What do you um, think, Ben? I do doing? agree with Cliff. I do agree with Cliff. Um, I'm not, I don't like lean into the, oh, we got to hear both sides all the time. But in a professional setting, for sure. Like, that's like number one. That definitely has to be the, the, at least the first spot you do that. So there has to be investigation. And to be honest, if it's on the Keep Up program, now that we're in kangaroo court, TJ did that research for us. Um, so, yeah, there's a. it seems like there's a body of evidence. And unfortunately for this person, they are at the bottom of the food chain. So it is e- it's very easy to get rid of someone like that. It gets a little harder the, 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 the higher they move up. It gets a little trickier. But this, um, and I don't have an official stat on me right now, but there's been many studies, many. You can look up so many. And, um, and they indicate even black people themselves tend to either like more white audiences or they have biases different black people that own stores minority even Chinese like all that's what I'm trying to say like the black person and I hate to bring it back to Trayvon Morton we're just automatically with the day that we're born and I'm only half black just a threat or a nuisance so there's a part in this article I, I have a quote I just like bumped into it and that's this is my point and to be honest the quote encapsulated better than what I'm saying a lot of African-Americans tend to become very passive because we unfortunately are accustomed to dealing with this type of racism in various places. So I'm like on the other side, like Cliff knows this and and a lot, even my neighbors, I live in an Afro-Caribbean neighborhood. And sometimes even my neighbors are like, not everything's racist, Vince. <laughs> <laughs> but I live in the most racist country of the world. So like, to be honest, I'm like, it kind of is. It kind of is. The, so the most culturally get... diverse will always be the most racist, though. Unfortunately, as well. Well, I think the per- the place that benefited from the middle passage the most is the one that like is going to be the most racist. So, um, the place that actually had to buy Louisiana that couldn't become a superpower without cotton. The place that had the White House built twice by black people for free, and then you couldn't get a person that represented that until the forty fourth president. Talk so that it. doesn't really happen in any other countries, and we still consider ourselves like first world. Um, yeah. You have a you have a country that it has mostly females, and yet only thirty three percent of them represent Congress and Senate. That's why, like those Roe versus Wade, that's why I was able to get toppled because there wasn't equal equal representation. Which the forefathers, even like Adams, don't forget about the women. So my point is, is that yeah, no, we are deeply rooted in sexism and racism. So when this type of stuff happens, a lot of pe- there's a lot of mixed reactions. There's some people who are like. I can't believe this. We're we're not in a post-racist society. Mm. No, never were. Not going to be. Probably probably never in your lifetime, to be honest. And then there's some people are like, ah, it's par for the course. And then there's some people that are like, which some people uh, like view me as like extreme, like everything is racist. And that's how you are who you are, bro. This is the only thing I ask. I ask this of all my, uh, my, my, my minority friends that I've always been on the front line of these issues. You, you know what I mean? I, and I hate right? that word, by the way, but it's like conspiracy. Like, I hate both of those words, but they're the only words to explain, you know, something easily. I really hate the word minority, to be honest with you. Fucking, it's a gross term, in my opinion. But it's reality, but it's a gross term. But this is what I ask. I ask that make sure, teach your kids, right, in yes. 20, 30, 40, 50 years, when what? there's less whites, to not treat whites 
how I told the whites not to treat blacks and browns. All right, motherfuckers, because because when the table turns in another 70, 100 years and whites are the minority, I don't want to see no goddamn. I don't want to see you motherfuckers co-signing the other shit. So I can't I can't agree to that, Cliff. I'm not going to lie, man. And I hate to mention it. I I think obviously it's bad timing to say Planet of the Apes, but um, I'm going to go full on that. Like, I'm going to be like, get off me, you dirty ape. (laughs) Like if a white person comes up to me, I'm going to be like this. (laughs) Get back to your cage, slave. (laughs) Some orange monkey coming out of nowhere like, yeah. oh, no, payback, payback. And I think that's a big reason why, like, civil rights was such a big deal here because white people were really afraid that we weren't going to freaking uh, retaliate. (laughs) And it was a real thing. I'm a nerd. Like, I listen to history books um, on podcasts. And I have this uh, one by Howard Zinn, and it's from the um, the loser side, basically. It's it's history, but from the people like indigenous women, minorities, like you said, and it's from their vantage point. And uh, yeah, no, they they definitely call it the way to see it, and we don't have to see it on that. I get it, I get it, but I don't think we live in a post racist society. I think we're too deeply rooted in the seventies. That's where most of these like Confederate statues were built. And so, again, like there's so many mechanisms to just keep black people at bay. And so, again, we have come so conditioned that like some of this is just regular. Some people again, some people are just like, whatever. I I wake up every day and I live in a racist world. What am I going to do? And that's that's sad. That's sad. It is. Unfortunately, Sesame Street had to be right in the middle of all this. That's crazy. But real quick, something I would do, Sesame Street, you got to you got to shut the whole thing down. Shut the whole operation down, clean the house, get everybody out of there. And now you got to get a lot of black people in behind these masks. Now you have to cater, hate to say it, white people hate to say it. Now Sesame Street has to cater to black people. They do. Look what they did. They damaged people. You're going to lose a whole, you're going to lose a huge audience if you don't shut down, clean house and start all back over. The, um, what they call it, the sensitivity training ain't going to work. That ain't going to work. You got to get, New bodies in there. You can't get new minds in there. You gotta get actually a whole new body behind these suits. Well, yeah, especially especially when the area <clears throat> has Thank a you. large percentage oh, of black and brown kids. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like this shit's yeah. in fucking North Dakota. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's shit's outside of Philly. For real. And and low key says me shit. You gotta do your homework a little bit. Go on their social media. Go see what they be talking about. You'll get some hints of what kind of person they are a little bit. Social media. Oh, Mina, that is a very general and blanketed statement. Like, not every black person believes they're a victim. Mm. Matter of fact, I was at the Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, and Kevin Hart, and all three of them said they weren't victims. Mm. So that can't, that can't. Yeah, but 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 there are a certain. There, it's undeniable that there's a certain percentage of black people that do live in that way. There's no doubt about it. It's you hard. Know? What, what yeah. like it to tell someone that they shouldn't when like 400 years. Of it doesn't life, matter. Re- you you can recognize the past. Work to change the present and well, still not live in, and st- and still not live in victimhood. So I and there are you. people who do. I hear there you. I hear you. Who, but to pretend that like there is no victims, just to like no, I don't. Think that would be like that. the same. In my opinion, that's the same thing. When like how how could everybody be a boss? Who's everybody working for? The same thing with that. Like there has to yeah. be someone that was on the other side of the shit, and it just so and most of the time it's been blacks. We've talked about immigration. How is Africa the largest continent with one of the largest freaking populations? And yet America has mostly Europeans when it has the least. You just said minority. There's mostly brown people around the world. 
mostly brown people around the world. But for some reason, Europeans infiltrated. Not for some reason. We know the reasons. They took it by the neck. Those cocksuckers took world domination and they did it serious. It could have been anybody, but those are the motherfuckers that did it. It, unfortunately. it just so happened to be Britain yeah. every time. <laughs> it just so happened to be Spain and right. Portugal every time. Right, right, right. All good. Um, yeah, but I agree with both of you. I agree with both of you. Like, it sucks. I hate living in that. Co- I, I don't enjoy it, by the way. I don't enjoy being that skeptical. I don't enjoy being that jaded. I really do wish I lived in a post-racial society. I really wish I could wake up and never talk about it, never think about it. It's just really naive to do that. And I it is. miss a lot of beautiful. Th- and also, one more thing for me, and you guys could cap it if you want. I'm done after this. Um, again, I don't mind trauma. I ingest it. We've talked about this uh, off the show before. Um, again, back to the Buddhism. And people have said that to me, too. I like to ingest good things, blah, blah, blah. No, because that to me, not not to you guys, but to me, that's a little sad because now this person that had like either a sad story, especially slavery and civil rights. Now they don't have a story because like you need positive you need positive uh, images all the time. Now they get silence. So, again, I don't mean to be morbid. I'm not saying like keep these memories alive more than like the positive stories. But no, this is a huge history. No, it's important to talk history. about. It's important to acknowledge. For sure. And we do, you and should talk we just about it. Put it under the rug. That's not a shared history anymore. It just means that you went through it. And no, like, I agree. And I it's agree. hands off. And it's hands off for a lot of white people. Like a lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to think about that again. You never, well, sorry. Like, especially when like they get crime statistics, like with Chicago and Baltimore and stuff. I'm like, well, you took away, you locked up our fathers for like 50 straight years. Like, what'd you think was going to happen? And like, oh, the nuclear home. Oh, how convenient. The 80s, you broke us down with the crack era. And now everybody has to have a picket fence and a dog and a family and a mom. I'm like, how convenient. How convenient. I live in a well, and I yet. think and I think those are the things that should be talked about more, right? I think you should acknowledge hey, my the, dis, the disgusting muted, the atrocities. I think you should acknowledge the disgusting atrocities of the hundreds of years ago thing, but the things that should be talked about more are the things that happened in the last century. You know, the redlining, the wars on drugs. Yeah. Like those are the actual recent racist history that have Helped so you to leave out the part that led up to it. You leave up yeah. the part. You leave out the part. No, but you don't it. focus on that part because Why? people can't take you as serious. Then, if you oh, want change, that was if, like you want change if you want change, if you want change, if you want change, you have to focus on the tangible things that people can relate to more than the things from four or five hundred years ago. That's that's so that's what I'm saying. Thing. So because yeah. white people haven't been enslaved in this country, we have to hold back and be like, well, you know, again, it's not about holding thing. back. It's not about holding back. What happened in the last hundred years had a larger effect on destabilizing those neighborhoods. That's what had the major effect on destabilizing. I can't argue that actually. You know, the taking the fathers out of the homes, the redlining, the two wars on drugs, not one, two. There was the Nixon war on drugs and there was the Reagan war on drugs. Yes. You know, and I think if there's more folk, because a lot of people don't even know about a lot of those histories. And I think if you teach more white people that recent history more, Right. I think then they would understand more why people still have the right to say, oh, look at our neighborhoods and why they would destabilize rather than, you know, you definitely want to focus on the slavery stuff and all that, too, because, you know, it, it's it's you know, it's heartbreaking when you watch the history of that stuff. Mina, I'm real just quick, saying. my mother lived in this uh, neighborhood with me for a long time, ever since I was six years old. And she is selling. Yeah, were, <laughs> Mina is so believe stupid. it or not, believe it or not, your president <laughs> Reagan. Got caught twice in Nicaragua and in Afghanistan. Of course. Selling arms back to his own country for coke. And then you know what he said when he was questioned? 
I don't recall. Yeah, all of his chief is sad. Nino, that's why New Jack City is based on a real story. Um, Snowfall, Rick Ross, all these people are named after Ricky Ross. They made that choice to participate with the government funneling drugs into LA and, and, and uh, inner cities. So it's our fault that the president was selling drugs to us. Wow. Okay. Gotcha. I, but, but that's why. Yes, now, obviously, that's different podcast, but that's fact. That's all facts. Right, right, and, and that's why I think that's why I think the conversation communities. Who's leading these communities? Of like, yeah, <laughs> who's leading these communities? They're but giving that's us why, crumbs. They're that's giving why us the crumbs. conversations are important. To make gold out of crumbs. And that's why the conversations are important, right? Because there's people, nay, black, Mina, black, right? You biracial, TJ biracial, Yellow. me white, and there's all different varies of opinions, right? It's not everyone agrees with Thank you know. You, by the way, all good. You're very the brave far left opinion, or the far way, right with this, uh, with this lopsided Oreo going on. <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm like, uh, Vin could be me and TJ's son. You know what I mean? I could. Okay. <laughs> Kiki, <laughs> but but I think it's important, man. I think it's important to have the conversations and. You know, honesty is important and also focus on progress is important as well. Let's focus on what we could do as well. There should be as much focus on what we can do to make things better. There should be more focus on that than what happened, even though what happened is very I'm not saying this is relevant to you, but most of the people that say that to me, I feel like that's a guilt thing. I feel like I need to pass off this guilt. I can't. I don't. I get, no, it's just the reality thing in life, in anything, focusing on solutions is more productive than focusing on problems. But Damn. again, what if your whole family history is like, I had, I, my grandfather was picking cotton. And so like, should he just be like, ah, oh, well, let me go focus on like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to like zone that out, which is bad too, by the way. That's how we, a lot of us. No, 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 not zone out, just, not zone out. out, not zone out, Vin, not zone out. Just put more focus on the grandson because Why? we need to think about today. We got to make tomorrow better. Listen, I gotta I clip, I gotta kinda agree with you on that because okay. in the school system, when it's time to talk about that stuff, slavery, civil rights, that whole movement, Black History Month, I'm be honest, the kids they're not interested. To them, that's trauma they don't want to fucking hear about. They don't want they tired of hearing about it. You telling me, okay, every every year. Once a month, I gotta hear about all oh, this depressing shit again. They over it. That's you put on the you put on the Martin Luther King speech, they go to sleep. They tired of hearing that speech. You put on Malcolm X, oh my god, again. You talk about all the stuff that happened, they over it. So when I be trying to do it, I be trying to implement like, damn, how can I remind them of that? But still keep it modern, keep it relevant. But don't forget about this kind of happened back in the day, y'all. But let's talk about moving forward, let's talk about what Cliff was talking about progression. Let's talk about solutions because they don't like talking Where's about the stat on yeah. that. Mina, what is this? The people you ran by? Like, how do no, you she's how saying, you know she's saying, Mina, her bag, she's in her bag right now. She just, really but it's all good. I like it. I like it. And with, with how strong your opinions are, you cannot argue. Oh, it's okay. No, 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 I'm welcome strong it. Opinions. I'm welcome <laughs> it. I'm welcome it. Oh, yeah, welcome it. I'm not trying to, and I'm sorry, I'm not trying to get disrespectful. I'm sorry to hear you, about it. how convenient. <laughs> uh, try being black. <laughs> Yeah. She is black. If you're, if you're tired of it, Mina's black. Mina's black, bro. Oh, Mina's nice. black as fuck. So you know what I mean? <laughs> okay, great, great point. And I and I agree with you, PJ. I agree with you, and both all of you, to be honest. Um, again, I don't want I don't want to talk about this forever. I just think it's like irresponsible to just try to sweep it under the rug. I think it rears ugly head when it you is. do that. I think no, it, it rears ugly head when you do that. And no, um, right. 
Again, I don't want to be a victim. I agree with you. I saw that interview with Kanye West on um, uh, with Noriega. Great show. What is it called? I forgot. Uh, Drink Champs. Drink Champs, yeah. Amazing show. Great. It's gotten a little lame recently because he's like too much. But um, that interview was amazing. And he made all your points. He was like, yo, there's so much more to being black. There's so much success stories. But at the same token, there's mad people who don't know about Tulsa riots. There's mad, like, we just found about, not we, my dad. My dad has been black all his life. And he only found out about Juneteenth like three years ago. You know what I'm saying? I am. You're right. I am very, I know. <laughs> there is nothing not biracial about me. Nina. You are. Trump card. You just even my Spotify here. playlist, people listen to it. Like, wow, you are biracial. You <laughs> threw the black card <laughs> on the table. Hit <laughs> <laughs> it right on the head, Mina. Hit it right on the head. Vince, you pissed her off with that. She's not black. You pissed her off with that one. My bad, my bad, Mina. Yeah, I know. Man. I get that. But, I was in an interview with BET, and she was the same mix as me. And she was like, and we were in the fourth round, fourth round. And she goes, Are you sure you know about black content? I'm like, yo, I used to whack it off the uncut every night. Yes, I know yeah. about black content. What the hell is wrong with you? Well, and, and like I said, that's why I think it's so important, right? Because like people think, I think sometimes, like, no matter what their thought process is. They automatically assume that people who look like them or are similar to them have the same thought process, uh -huh. which is not mo most of these conversations I have with my black friends and I have a, a lot of minority friends always have tell. like it's like split. You know what I mean? It's like I got like 33 percent of my black friends are fucking militant as fuck. You know, 33% are woke, which is totally different than militant, mm -hmm. and 33% are very you know, even more, more even killed and, you know, like kind of just. I love that because black yeah. people are not a monolith. We're not, we're not a hive mentality. We're not supposed to. Right. All, and no and one should be. I'm glad. That's dangerous. Glad. You're right. Yeah. You're absolutely yeah. right. I'm so, I watched that, uh, pro, I watched that, um, that documentary, Uncle Tom, um, about like, you know, modern black, uh, conservatives. And it didn't change my opinion, but I did feel a little bit more sorry for them. I was like, no, you guys are still nerds. <laughs> no, but that doesn't mean like you shouldn't be black and conservative. No, Larry Elder. Um, they, they talked about all these people, these legendary black conservatives yeah. and stuff. And um, and I don't have a problem. Again, you should vote for whoever you want. You should be able, you should be your person. Like, again, you shouldn't right. vote with the whole voting block. I don't agree with that at all. And that's the point of this show, right? Overall, is to like sit here and have diverse opinions and have some fun and parse it out a little bit. You know what I mean? So again, you know? I, I agree. I, I love it. And, and same thing with music. I love it when people go against the grain. I love it when you do, totally disagree with me. I go, wow, I'm so happy you exist because right. I don't want everybody thinking that I'm speaking for any community because I'm not. <laughs> right, right. All right, so let's move on to, right. to something right. a little sillier. Great job, Mina. Thank you. You kept that going. That was really good. Mina's the show. Oh, I love Take it away again. Mina. Take it away again. TJ, you talked about this on your show. Oh, man. We have to talk about Chris Brown charging a $1,000 VIP meet and greet. <laughs> like, Take this my money, Chris. Take my this, money. This mostly, like, a, a lot of artists, a lot of celebrities do this. Like, this is not just Chris Brown doing this. But it only kind of stood out and caught traction because it's the way he's doing it. Like, like when you get that personal meet and greet with Chris Brown, like not only are you gonna meet him, but he's gonna take some pictures with you, but he's gonna take some nice, close new, uh, close personal pictures with you, as you see right here. Like he's gonna get in deep. The comments was nuts. I'm gonna say the comments were 50-50. People were for this, and people was also confused that why is he charging a thousand dollars for a Chris Brown meet and greet? And look what you get though. Look what you get. You get, you get some dick. 
You get so you just you get a prime time Instagram photo. That's at least I'm that's at least two thousand. I'm looking at her sneakers, guys. I'm looking at her sneakers. She got great. She got she got great great Yeezys. Great Yeezys. Like, also, this kind great of jeans too. Like, great jeans. This tells you about his personality a little bit. Like you know, if you didn't know Chris Brown, if you wanted to get to know him, you kind of throw his personality, you know, in his meet and greet. I feel like. I thought this is something I would do if I was a celebrity, you know, doing meet and greet. I thought it's like, is this? Yes. You're you know? a little thotty, TJ. You're a little thotty. You definitely <laughs> would. <laughs> Low key. But the fact he was charging $1,000 really kind of stood out to some people. I mean, listen, $1,000, he do 20 people. He do 50 people. He do 80 people. I mean, you got to do the math on those numbers. You own a son with Chris Brown. I like what you're doing. And I'm I'm pretty sure it's finna go up now. People seeing these photos going viral and that money really finna go up. Big baby shower pics, but uh, that's exactly so Joe, that? today's yesterday's price, it's a today's price. That's the fact. <laughs> that's exactly hey man, that's exactly what he's doing. He know it. So right. Um, shout out to y'all, man. And I was thinking too, like, what's celebrity female, of course. But I pay a thousand dollars for a, a meet a meet and greet. Oh <laughs> to, man! To get, to, get to, to, to you know to get some baby shower pics with a female celebrity. Mm. It's gotta be, it gotta be someone like a whole me too. It can't be like some dick. Cause I was thinking Scarlett Johansson, but like I don't know. I know she's a black like, widow, but I don't think she can hold me up. I need like Beyonce. Well, I'm saying, like, I'm I need trying, like, like, is she gonna let me hold her? Is she gonna let me grab? Yeah, I gotta grab some for the stack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, give me you gotta grab me too. She gotta grab me too. That's what I'm trying to say. I need someone to be able to take those. I'm thinking about the whole photo op. I'm not just thinking about like me because I hold people up all the time. Six three. I'm always like lifting when I go to concerts, <laughs> it's the worst. I, and I still love going to concerts, I still love going to festivals. But people automatically look at me and they go like this. Oh, I can climb you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No permission. Yeah. Some people try to get on my neck. Girls be like this. And like try to literally put their kneecap. I'm like, what the? <laughs> me too. Me too, bitch. Me too. Me three. Me three. Give me that leg. Give me that I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this Chris Brown story one more time. I'm, I'm retiring the story. I'm retiring the story. I think I might have said the clip. When I worked in news, um, we got into this whole thing, and it was very unprofessional. I apologize to anybody involved, <laughs> um, even though I whatever. So I was at a very young spot, and they were very judgmental to the whole Chris Brown situation. Rightfully so, I get it. They they caught the tail end of it. They didn't see the beginning of the Rihanna Chris Brown. They didn't see the Oprah episode. Probably I did ask that too. So bad for the dark skinned black woman that paid for this. Chris Brown openly burns her phone up. <laughs> That was good, Mina. That was good. I, I like that. That was good. So anyway, Chris Brown. I'm um, not my bad. So unfortunately, at work over here, it would have made sense. But at work, I took his side. I was like, guys, when this is almost 20 years ago, when does homeboy get to live? You know what I'm saying? Rihanna is almost a billionaire and she wasn't a billionaire yet. I'm like, she's almost a billionaire. So to me, she already won. She already won. Like she won like 20 years ago. He is worth only, I think he's only worth like 400, not 400, $40 million. 
That's crazy because this guy was supposed to be the next MJ. He was supposed to be up there with Justin Timberlake. He was supposed to be up there with all the big money makers. Usher, that's crazy that he showed up in the feed before. That's crazy, like algorithm things and people uh, place that for marketing. It definitely makes sense. So anyway, I went on the hill. I went on the hill and I was like, and I had facts. I had facts. I was like, they showed me a police report. I was like, well, where's his? And I found his. I was like, where's his depiction? Why is her account only the one that we go by? And I'm not going to lie. I I fell into a trope. I was like, well, why did she go back to him? That was stupid because most victims go back, male or female. They go back to that. Was, so that was dumb on my part. You guys got that one. But I was so frustrated. So my HR hit me up. And she was my friend, too. And she was like, Vince, I agree with you. But, like, you can't talk about this at work. I was like, oh, you're right. It was on Slack. I was like, what an idiot. And so my boss, my big boss, wrote an email to the company. And she was like, guys. I know that we love to have fun on Slack, but you guys got to you guys got to keep it more professional on there, blah, blah, blah. So I, I emailed her and I was like, yo, I'm so sorry. That was so unprofessional of me, blah, blah, blah. She lied and said, oh, no, it wasn't because of you. It wasn't because of you. And so then I talked to my friend and she goes, oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> she goes, it, it was. was. <laughs> it was. And so the, 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 I finally got home. When I finally got home, I was talking to my parents and they're like, what's wrong? What's wrong? I'm like, I don't even like Chris Brown like that. <laughs> I was like, I got in trouble at work for Chris Brown. I don't even roll with him like that musically yet. But like as a person, I'm like, uh, I can live without him. He's all right. Like there's some points like his daughter and this, but this one I agree with. This one I agree with. If I'm going to pay a thousand dollars, I'm getting my money. worth. So you're going to make me feel like the only person in the world. And I appreciate this for Chris Brown. You get a kudos. You get a hand clap yeah. for this, in my opinion. I'm not mad and at I agree. it. I agree. It's cheesy. And I agree with, with uh, the pre-show with uh, TJ said, yes, he is strapped for cash because yes, he had a bad album release. He had a bad album rollout and he doesn't have like Rihanna's money. He doesn't have rock nation. He doesn't have Jay-Z behind him. He doesn't have all the, like the big players anymore. And he still does his thing. He still makes his money. He still goes on tour. He still kills it. And again, I, I, and I like Rihanna more. Don't get me wrong. And as a person, I do believe she was more the victim. I do believe they were toxic. And that's what Oprah said. That's what Oprah Not more the Oprah. victim. Like, he, like, no matter what, she was the total victim. She got the shit kicked out of her. But everyone deserves a path to redemption, right? Unless you hurt a kid or rape a woman, I think everything else. There's been interviews with Rihanna. That's why That's why this was dangerous. There's been interviews right. with Rihanna where she said she was an equal partner in that toxic relationship. That she used to beat the crap out of him randomly. She said it to Oprah. And Oprah don't talk to her anymore, which I think is wrong, because yeah. she did that. She went on her program and was like... Oh, I, and again, I'm not trying to like, sorry, um, be insensitive to her, but she was like giving this whole story. And then she went back to him like a year later. And again, that's yeah. not indicative. That's not, again, victims, yeah. they act a, a particular way. And I'm not a doctor, yeah. I'm not a counselor, I'm not a social worker, none of those things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think they're so dynamic. And again, my point at work was when does, right. actually to you guys, it's actually on your point. When does she stop becoming a victim? When does right. when does that right. happen? When, did, like you said, the path to redemption. When yeah. does that open up? When does he stop being canceled, or is he just canceled forever? Yeah. What do you think, TJ? He shouldn't be. I, I hate that every time Chris Brown name get brought up, people gotta bring up the Rihanna situation. They let it go. I think we should let it go. Right. So I don't like that for him. Uh, is that still messing with him to this day? I don't know. I don't think so. Not that album didn't do so well, but not because of Rihanna. Like right. I won't say that. Right, well, right. But real quick though, is he'll he never get some fans back? He'll never. Is he on to something with this, or do do he need to cut it out doing this? With Fuck the, it. 
If listen, if people are stupid enough to pay a thousand dollars to take a picture with them, get your money. Yes. You know I, what I mean? Well, my only advice is please, Chris, hope you got a live camera rolling as you're doing this. That's my only fear. That's my only fear. Just have right. a live camera doing this because the, I mean you get a little close. I agree, Keith. And a little close, but only thing so we take one girl to say, Oh, he touched me like this. You took pictures right. of the other girls. They're gonna like, oh, it's some money, like so. Just have a camera roll and just keep yourself safe. Make sure right. you get the bag properly. So, oh yeah, right. keep doing that. I like this. I like it. Yeah, like I ain't mad at it. And, and just was- just a reminder, real quick. Uh, all the links for Crazy but True. I got TJ's link, the YouTube link, and the Instagram link in the description of the video, so everyone could uh go follow them. Uh, Mondays at what time is your show? Listen, every Monday we got an episode dropping at noon. Make sure you check that out. Shout out to the gang gang too, man. I am a, I'm, I am a quarter. I'm a quarter of the group. It's four of us. Westside, TBE, Key. Shout out to all the crazy but true. Shout out to crazy but truest. Keep checking in. Make sure y'all keeping up with us too. See what I did there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. I like the little plug without the plug. I like that. Make sure y'all tapping in. Make sure y'all also tap in the crazy but true the podcast as well. New episode dropping tomorrow. Fair, fair, fair point, Mina. Fair. That out. Yeah. Burr, 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 burr. No, you got to live with your consequences. So I'm not like trying to, and I'm not trying to, like I said, make guilt and stuff like that. Like, no, some things are stained. Even Mark Wahlberg. So I got to keep the same energy for Chris Brown. I I don't think like he should be totally rid of it. It should be like an ACD. It should be, it should be sealed. And you know what I'm saying? And if something happens again, we go back to it and we go, uh, right. He's a repeat offender. Right. Right. If Mark Wahlberg goes to fucking Vietnam and starts clotheslining Vietnamese people, you know what I mean? That shit ain't well, right. I'm not waiting for his you know third mean? strike, but I will. But I won't stop watching Boogie Nights. It's still one of my favorite movies, and I love. Yeah, I love that movie. That's a great movie. I'm a fucking. I'm a fucking go to China and just like looks for two rickshaws and just does them both at the same time. Like then, oh then you know, you got... kick the kickboxing movie. <laughs> oh my god! But my last point, my last point, and I have to make this disclaimer: domestic violence was created for men. That was created so that like it could be muddied. But in that same token, now that we still have it, that's why it's so complicated. Because domestic violence, it's not just female, male. It could be a gay couple. It could be you hit your grandmother. It could be you hit your son. Uh, what's his name? Um, Tommy Lee went through a whole, I think he's still going through it with uh, with his teenage son. He's still going through a domestic dispute. Richard Sherman, right. he came after his, uh, he's the football player from the Seattle Seahawks, not anymore. He was on the 49ers last but um, he had a domestic dispute with his father and, and they called the cops. The whole in-laws called the cops and stuff. So domestic violence is tricky. It's yeah. tricky. Yes. But the, the worst is- form of it, the worst form of it is man to woman. Absolutely. And I yeah. said, I said, bent aside. I said, w- women are yeah. being killed by men at, a, at an alarming rate at a, yeah. a huge rate. This country in general. But what did oh. they do? But what did they do? No, That's what I want to say. That. No, no. Nobody deserves <laughs> Nobody, I don't think nobody deserves to get hit. I'm with Whoopi Goldberg. I, I'm a Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> I don't, I think when you're growing, if I back to the parent, uh, who knows if I'll have our kids, but I'm gonna try to keep the same. I'm gonna try, I'm gonna be like, just don't hit nobody, like, don't just not hit a female, don't hit nobody, and don't just like, don't think because I mean, people that. like think that they shouldn't hit you that you should go hit them too. So that's what I'm saying. Keep that same energy, don't hit anybody, don't be violent, and nobody will have to be violent towards you. Yeah, try to avoid it. Try to avoid it if possible, for sure. It should be the last option. It's not. It's not not an option. No, when it comes to women, it should not be an option, right? Unless they're attacking uh, you. But when it comes to man to man, it's an option, but it should be the last option. You know what I mean? 
Hey, don't get it twisted too. There's some ladies out here beating their men's ass. Yeah. Ooh. Right. Right. I have a I have a relative in my family got a that got right. away with it. And I'm not and I'm not gonna blow up her spot, but she did. She did. Um yeah. my 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 uh my, one of my other relatives has connections with a cop and got her off, blah blah blah. And they all believed the story, by the way. They all were like, Is that what happened? Is that what happened? And I'm not gonna get into it because it's too too uh, yeah, I don't want anybody to dig into it. Um, but then I asked her personally and I was like did you beat the crap out of that dude? Yes, I did. <laughs> I was like, so she used that huge misogynistic law to her advantage. It happens. It happens. Some things. It does. Yeah. Cracks. yeah. But most of the time, like Rihanna boy, and like good... so many other people, they, they're on the other side and it sucks. And again, I do believe they were equal in that part. But yes, Chris Brown is stronger. And there's so and there are women that are stronger too, but he was a stronger person. Yeah, but they ain't no pictures of Chris Brown looking like Mickey. You're right. Ward that's what I'm saying. The, that's what, I mean? what I, I'm agreeing yeah. with. I'm agreeing yeah, yeah. With. Yes. He was <laughs> yeah. EOD. EOD. Yes. Yeah. G Pride did wild out on him. There's reports that there was an STV involved, all types of crap. Right. But um, but I agree. Nobody should be hitting nobody. Nobody should be hitting you in a window. You should. And if you love someone, it's your, your your partner. Why would you want them to look like that? I remember one of my other relatives. They got into a fight. And she took her sister's glasses and snapped them before they fought. And we were in Florida, by the way. We were in Orlando. And I was like, and I, and she talked to me later. I was like, yo, I need some time. I was like, because me and my, my sister, my siblings, we got into it. But you yeah. literally did not want her to see. <laughs> you literally right. had to blind your own sister. Right. And that's a whole nother level for me. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Domestic violence is, is tricky because when emotions are involved, especially people that you love in your inner circle. Again, it's a terrible law the way that it was formulated. Again, it was to protect male cops. Oh, yes. domestic violence. Oh, no, domestic violence. So you can't really go in the home, blah, blah, blah. But now, not only are men still using it, but there's some women that have used it to their advantage. Right. And right. it's just a really mess. Bro, my friend, my friend got into a fight with his sister. And, I agree, uh, Mina. Most of the is important. Sorry, go, go ahead. My, my friend got into a fight with his sister. And uh, he has two uh, uh, prosthetic legs, and she took the legs and and threw them and threw them over the ferry, and then he was just hopping. He's like, "Bitch, no, nah, no, nah, I'm fucking around." But it sounded good. I like, I like. <laughs> yo, gullible Vince was all about. I was like, for real. I was like, yo, go get that. Leg. We, we, were to, we were about to go in the Hudson and be like, legs, man, you a messed up homegirl. Yeah, yeah, get the divers. Right. <laughs> like, Hold on. Tap, tap, tap in, Keith. All right, unless you guys have anything else, let's get down to Amazon. Amazon. All right, take it away, Cliff. Oh, let's see if I can read it from far. Oh, my bad, my bad. You wanted me to read something. Gotcha. Yeah, give 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 me yeah, because it's harder for me to read when I'm like doing all this dumb shit. Did say that, and I will deliver. Okay, ABC News. We got an article. We got an article. Federal prosecutors in New York and the Department of Labor are expecting an old uh, an old uh, employer on this show. Amazon warehouses, they were huge during COVID and they still are around the country as part of civil investigation into unsafe and unseemly workplace conditions. Um, tell us what those conditions are, Cliff. I, I could definitely attest to this. I worked at Amazon for three years and the, the, the problem with Amazon is they put productivity over safety consistently. Um, a lot of the positions at Amazon are based upon rate or percentage. And sometimes the goals are not realistic and you will get fired if you get a certain amount of points or you don't make percentage a certain amount of time. So you got people running around like chickens with their heads cut off, just trying to meet, you know, these percentages. I worked there 
when it started getting a little better, right? But it was still pretty, pretty bad. And then the people that were like the, you know, the generation of people who worked there before me, that like that, that pissing in water bottles and all that stuff, that, that shit is real. Like I, I and I remember um even when I was working there, the percentages were so crazy sometimes. And the times that they wanted you to meet, like I had to like literally work through breaks sometimes. So I had that 15 minutes. Or if I had to take it, if I had to take a shit, I would bring like the barcode of a bunch of products into the bathroom with me and have my scanner. And like every couple minutes during my shit, I would like scan up item. So like, you the know, you, episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because if you didn't scan an item for a certain amount of time, that could affect your rate in a major way. You know, and then on the dock, it's the same thing. It's all like, let's go, let's go. So you got people running around with pallet jacks. You got people on forklifts. Everybody's rushing everything. So this should have happened a long time ago. Is everybody uh, is everybody a citizen of Putin or everybody's rushing to do their job? Uh, Probably both. Putin probably owns Amazon on the low. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, <laughs> a lot of businesses went down, especially during. And Mina, I know that you, you're, uh, you're giving a backhanded uh, statement. I love capitalism. I know a lot of people think I don't, and I, I am pro union also. But uh, I don't know if she's giving backhand. She she might be on, on on par with us on this one. But I do. But like yeah. I said, I've always agreed that this is a mixed economy. People that don't think that socialism runs this country are really naive. Like there's so many. So like they both need each other. Not communism and not vulture capitalism, but like real capitalism, like from where we all started zero. And we're all able to get to where we are with exponential growth. And like I said, socialism, you got to mix them together. Otherwise, this country would not be what it is. And I, damn, that sucks, Cliff, that you went through that. I hate Yeah. And this you're going through a whole Teddy Roosevelt thing going on over there, man. And people don't know that from the outside looking in if they don't know anyone who's been in or heard a story like Cliff. That's crazy right. because you would think Amazon is some um, fine oiled machine for what they do and for their employees. But it's kind of not surprising as well because you've been hearing stories coming out of Amazon about how they treat workers like shit. And, and it's really crazy, but it's true. Another thing is Amazon is a huge machine. Ding, 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 ding. So when you were saying that, Cliff, I wasn't surprised. When you, when you were talking about, you know, everything is number, productivity, ratings. I'm not surprised. That's the biggest machine known to man right now. It's Amazon. You would think by being that big machine, you got to reach certain numbers every time you clock in. This got to yeah. be it. So you can tell people not even running Amazon. It's all automated, it sounds like. Yeah, bro. Just they, robots. They literally, right? Like, all right, you'll be working. And let's say you get a hat, uh, not, not on lunch, because you're walking and you clock out, but breaks, 15-minute breaks, right? You could be on the other side of the warehouse, and they used to try to tell you that your time walking to the to the lunchroom or, you know, the locker area was counted towards you. I used to tell them, eat it. you know, me, I told them, eat all the dicks. Like, I didn't give a fuck. I'm like, I'm working. I'm doing what I got to do. You guys can't, like, I'm, I'm not that type of dude. Like, you can fire me. I don't give a shit. You and know, I'm you a little bit of the dicks, all the dicks. All the dicks. Every dick. Rainbow of dicks, you know what I mean? You know, Amazon, you gotta do better. Yeah. Do better, do Bezos. Do better. Well, he's not even at the helm anymore. He's up in space now. But uh, I mean, Uru, origin, whatever. But Cliff, on the yeah. flip side, Amazon has given us a good product, right? He has given us a top tier product for years in and years out. Despite you know, they treat their employees like shit, and you can tell they also do that because they're getting 
robots in all their stores. Man, they don't even care about people. At this don't point, worry, Mina. Oh, we yeah. hate Amazon too, but we love two-day shipping. And I, so, I love their shows too, man. I so love, robotic. I love Whole Foods. I love all that. And they, and they just got Grubhub too. They got Grubhub. It's undefeated. You can't. It even... is. I know. Oh, you can't like fuck with Amazon. Fail. They're like Shit. most. They're like most American companies. Too big to fail. But here's the thing, Mina. Though your husband works from the position where he's not doing all of that. He mm. gets to tell all the worker bees in the ant farm mm -hmm. what to do because that's salary. Anybody not on salary at Amazon is is overworked to mm. to like a major, major, major. Uh, I got degree. one last. I got one. Well, for me, I got one last. I'm not capping you guys. Um, and then uh, and then I got the day. I got the stand up thing last night. But um, that goes to my point with AOC. Um, AOC was against having the warehouse in, and I agree with her on a lot of things, but that's like one of the biggest things I disagree with her on. I was, a I was pissed. I voted for her twice and that was totally against my interest. Right. So she, if it, nobody knows, or if anybody forgot, um, New York was supposed to have the second, um, headquarters of Amazon. Obviously yeah. on the West coast, they have theirs. They did a reverse and they did in uh, Virginia, which doesn't make sense because now there's mad like out, like warehouses outside. It's not an HQ, but like they were like, well, we're gonna get there. Ooh. Yeah, so it's not like yeah, like right. I'm saying, too big to fail. Well, you didn't make us get our headquarters there, but we're gonna put mad warehouses outside, like right there. So take that. But anyway, I disagreed so much with AOC. So back to your point where you were saying the Amazon, they were like, oh, um, it's gonna deplete the area, this and that. They um, and they were talking about jobs, and they were like, "Oh, it's not gonna be jobs for me, though. Uh, it's not gonna be entry." They were jobs for me. They were jobs for me. Like I was looking, I was, I was even looking at the job thing. They were like, they were already previewing on LinkedIn and stuff, and they were already, they were like, they're ready. They're ready. They were, ready. They were six figure jobs, and I was, and you're right. They were mid management. They were, they were management executive. Right. So right. it wasn't gonna. You're right. It wasn't gonna. They were right. It wasn't gonna bring like sorry to say lack of a better word the worker bees or the entry-level people but it was going to attract people like me it was going to keep people like me from going to seattle from going to Sil silicon valley to going to austin for tech and all that they're trying to keep new yorkers here and you can't just keep all the blue collar people you need a mix, need a mix. and so that's why i felt aoc i was like Dude, right. rich people live here too and not just rich people middle class people live here too so we're not allowed to have a good job. We're not allowed to have Amazon. We're a metro. We're a metropolis. We're competing with Tokyo, London, all these big time players that have huge headquarters for big corporations, San Francisco. And we're not allowed to compete like that. Chicago, Miami. Hey. We're not allowed to compete with the tech sector. So to be honest, I thought that was so irresponsible. And, and, that, and that's why the overly against capitalism shit that is infiltrating politics more is dangerous in a way. It is. You know, it is. It is. You got to tell anything else? No, nah, shout out to Amazon though. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Amazon and also fuck you, Amazon. Yeah, grow mm -hmm. some hair, Bezos. Grow some hair. Grow some nut mm -hmm. hair. Anyway, <laughs> um, my last part, and I'm hopefully everyone will enjoy this. Um, we didn't put up a program. I'm so sorry, Cliff. So if you need pictures, my bad. Yeah, uh, and we didn't take any pictures anyway. I went to the at a spur of the moment, by the way. That's another reason why it's so last minute. One of my homeboys, Crayon Coes. I used to manage him. He does. He still is a rapper. He's still a great performing artist. He lives manager. in Florida right now. That's manager. Manager. I used to manage music. Okay. Yes. I used to manage. Okay. I know. I'm, I'm. I'm older. I know. I, I'm. That's way older than I am. Um. But I used to manage a funk, uh, a rock band, and I used to manage him. And he did. Um. He whatever. He was a rapper. I'm not gonna try to like box him in or genre genre over genre him. But anyway, so and actually some of the details of how I got it too, I gotta leave out. Um, so he last minute was it your tongue? Did you get him with your tongue? 
No. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> he, um, he was supposed to bring someone else and the person got COVID. And so shout out to COVID. That's how this person, um, called me and was like, yo, I can't bring this person. She called COVID. Do you see up? Know? Yeah, exactly. Seize up. Seize up. Uh, he's down. He's down. Vaccines down. I just want to let you know the first time I heard anybody shout out COVID. Seize up. He's down. Here you go. Here you go. There's a bunch of firsts from here, man. We pop cherries all the time. So be careful. Pause. With that. Pause. <laughs> be careful with that. Butt cherries, which which would Oh my bad. What was that? What was I saying? My bad. You guys, you guys uh are, COVID. Shout out COVID. Oh yeah. So I got an extra ticket, by the way, to Kevin Hart and Chris Rock. And Chris Rock is I'm biased right now. He's my favorite comedian of all time, like ever, ever, ever. And I love stand-up comedy. He's I a legend love, for sure. I love Richard Pryor. I love George Carlin, Robin Williams, Wanda Sykes. Margaret Cho. I'm a big fan of comedy. Um, Amy Schumer, Sarah Silverman, so many, uh, even new ones, Yvonne Orji. I'm a big fan of even comedic actors like Issa Rae. Like comedy comes from all forms. Aquafina, I was a big fan of her show when she was on um Girl Code. And, and, and that's where Charlemagne the God comes from, Guy Code. Huge stand-up community, and I'm a huge Dave Chappelle. So let's get that gets to it. Dave Chappelle gave a guest appearance. It was perfect. I was actually gonna go see them. They're actually built. I still actually might go see them because I'm obsessed with Dave Chappelle and uh, Chris Rock. Um, so Chris Rock is doing a set in September. I think it's at the Barclays with Dave Chappelle. They're both on the bill. But Dave Chappelle has been run out of a bunch of performances recently. He was actually, I don't, I'm sorry. I, I don't know where it was recently, but it was at a school. And he was, yeah, there you go, a Minneapolis venue. And he got, they, they had to cancel because it got too woke. Um, they, well, they, yeah, they had to cancel because all the, the woke morons that work there were like, we're not coming to work if Dave Chappelle's performing. I don't need your ideology bleeding at my workplace. Sorry. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. and I'm and I'm I'm probably on their side, but like, don't bring that to work. Sorry. And I'm and sorry. I'm with Ted Saranos too from Netflix with uh, Dave Chappelle. At first, he was, and I get it. You, again, you need to. It's not that I'm not empathetic towards employees or like, and I'm not, and I haven't been on management side too long either. Maybe that might change, but um, nah, man, nah. This is work. This is work. Like, unless you're on the creative side, I get it. If you're a producer, that. But if you're just like doing ad space or something like that, or if you're like just like trying to get people to subscribe to Netflix, shut the fuck up. Like, right. whoa. And Ted Sarandos was like, "Yo, and it, for real, if you really don't like what we're doing at Netflix, why are you working here? Go somewhere else." And I remember when I worked at a French company, that um, one of my colleagues said that she was from Brussels. And she worked in France and she was like, what's HR? And I'm like, it's human resources. It's a, it's a middle person between manager, which I agree with. I think it, it's useful. And yeah. she put me in a reality check. She was like, we don't have that in Europe. And I'm like, why not? What do you do if like you have a problem with your boss or like, you know, with a coworker, you need a mediator, you need a third party. And she goes, well, if we don't like the job, we leave. And honestly, she's right. She's right in a sense, but we're so spoiled. We're so spoiled when it comes to that. In other countries, the unemployment rate's like 30, 40%. Like, we flip out if it gets to seven. Facts. <laughs> Go crazy. So anyway, back to Dave Chappelle. He opened and he touched on all that. And to be honest, he was very sensitive, too. He was like, it's crazy. Like, I said these jokes. This happened like six months ago, even more than that. And I'm still living Because yeah, he's a comedian, not a yeah. piece of shit. I know. People attacked him. Yeah. And, he, and he was also confused. I was confused with him. Why is this person only getting a misdemeanor? He made a joke too. He's like, well, now I'm going to tackle everybody because it only costs three grand. I'm like, you going to see me tackling everybody now because it's like no consequences. So 
I'm mm-hmm. with them. And that was the theme of the night, actually. I'm not going to go into all the jokes. You'll see the special. They're recording it. They all have Netflix deals, so you're going to see it. It's hilarious. All three of them. Even Kevin Hart. Yeah. I'm not the biggest Kevin Hart fan, but he would. Chris Rock was my favorite. Dave Chappelle killed it. And not that Kevin Hart's a bad comedian. He's a legend. He's the man. He should be His on- last special was his best special, by the I way. I agree. And I didn't even love all yeah. of it, but there were some parts that just like yeah. made me really, really laugh. Like, yeah, me too. Yeah. A part with his father on Again, I'm not going to get into it, but the theme of it was um, why are we listening to all the crazies all of a sudden? What's going on here? Like, when did comedians become the the the, the villain? When Before, they used to be the honest think piece. Before, the parody yeah. and the satire, once yeah. you got through it, you were like, hold up, is this satire or is this the onion or is this real news? Is this the daily show? That's why it was so funny because the comedians actually started telling the real news more than mainstream media. And I hate using that word. I think it's so lazy, but, um, but I get it. And so, yeah, so I'm, w- I'm with all of you. Mean. So to, to cap myself, that was the theme. I know you guys have a lot to say for that, but the theme was when do we get to uncancel each other? When does the victims look like the actual oppressors? Because they're attacking them. They're threatening his life at this point. You know what I'm saying? Like, how mad do you have to be that, like, you're going to do that to someone, that you're going to physically harm them because you feel that the words have obstructed your environment, which that's a feeling at this point because it's subjective. We don't know that. We don't, we're not in your body. We don't know your whole situation. You're just telling us that his words, which I doubt, by the way, I, w- I would challenge anybody to tell me that someone started beating, let's say, a trans person. I did it because Dave Chappelle said it. I, I would dare you to find me that footage. I would dare you to find me that person. Right. And if it is, shut me up. Shut me up. Sh- sh- stage it like Justice Samalette. I'll, I'll be gullible for a little while. Go ahead. And quite the opposite. The people that are rushing to stage, you know, like even Will Smith has an effect on this. They're actually emboldening. He talked about it, by the way. Everybody thought Chris Rock wasn't going to. Th- he definitely did. He talked about it a lot. <laughs> Right. Well, well, now it's in the bit. Now he's worked it into a bit fully. You know, he wasn't going to, uh, you know, he's like, this is a bit. He's like, I'm not just going to talk about it. He's like, I'm now, now you're going to pay for this shit is what he said. Exactly. You what know? Word. But 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 like not only is Dave Chappelle not a bold emboldening trans hate on the street, the people that are attacking comedians are emboldening people to attack people. And that's actually the worst part of it. Mm, plot twist. Right. Right. Wow. So what do you think overall about all that, TJ? Listen, David Chappelle is the most polarizing comedian of our time. When he went absent, we thought Kevin Hart was. Then Dave Chappelle came back, and he showed you this is what a new age comedian is. That's what we do. So he kind of he's pushing the needle as far as being a comedic genius. Like not only is he doing comedy, but he's doing it in a way where he's putting still talking about these topics and doing it his own way. I can't, I can't see right about any other comedian that can do that right now. What Dave Chappelle is doing. Right. It's the, it's the oldest form of comedy. That's actually yeah. the OG who's shit. Doing like, who's doing that? Any, like who's still doing that? No one, but him. People well, yeah. are terrified. Yeah. They're terrified. Yeah. 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 Bill Burr is pretty open. Yeah. As far as, as far okay. as like notable people, Notable people, probably, yeah, probably, probably Burr. Like, thank God for people like that, right? Thank God he's, for Bill Burr. He's getting a little conservative too, though. <laughs> but as we get older, we all change and stuff. So I'm not blaming him. That's all good. But like, yeah. I saw his last special, and I'm not gonna lie, mm-hmm. I, I will watch it eventually, all of it. But he, he started getting old man on me, like grumpy. No, the first, oh, the first ten minutes and getting all upset about like, 
all right, bro. Like, no, but that's what needs we're, to we're get done. Disney's though. world, bro. They're not. No, in your but world that, anymore. but that's there. what needs to be done. Comedy is supposed to talk about the uncomfortable. Oh yeah, I don't. No, I didn't mean. Yeah. I didn't mean that yeah. he shouldn't talk about that. I don't. He can do whatever he wants, and I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm always gonna try to watch. I'm always gonna try to understand. Yeah. But as a capitalist, I'm allowed to turn it off too. Like I'm allowed to be like, yeah, just like of course, the people that were disgusted and feel like Dave Chappelle is punching down. Which I don't agree. I I think there are comedians that punch down in that community, and in general, I think they do, including myself. I used to fat joke a lot, and I don't do it anymore because I felt it was just mean. I live in a country is like the the biggest country in the world. Like I'm jokes, the like, jokes, man. That, they they are no no. I'm just saying everybody has their own style, but I'm right. not gonna stop someone else. I'm not gonna stop anybody coming at Lizzo. Right. I'm a big Lizzo fan. I'm with you. Jokes are jokes. To like yeah. make a long story short, jokes are jokes. Um. They're, they're very, very few, and I don't think that, like, they should be prosecuted or anything like that, but there are very few where I'm just like, dude, that's really bad taste. Like, that's Well, because you can tell it's rooted. It's very sad. Yeah, in you hate. the root of it, you're like, dude, what right. are you doing in your personal yeah. What's going on? It's very rare occasions where that happens to me. But otherwise, right. it's all fair game. It's all fair game. And plus, you got to put the time in to be able to, you just can come off the back talking about wild shit. I feel like you really got to put the time in, get some Get some show, get some experience in there before you can try to jump off the off the ledge, like like a Dave Chappelle, yeah. maybe can, like a Bill Burr. Maybe you can throw a Kevin Hart in there, but I nah, he's a, he's not. Yeah, but he don't talk sensitive. Shit on Kevin Hart. I, I, I like Kevin. He's Hart. Very good on this one. He was, he was, was just, more raw than I've ever seen him to be honest. I was just nice. he was that guy until Dave came back. I was like, damn, this is this is real. Yeah, Ke- Kevin Hart's a little more of a PG comedian overall. Not this one. Not this one. He was good. Oh, yeah. He was. And you're right. I, I think in the last one, too, he was cursing a little bit more, too. A little more. And that's funny because when more. he first started on the Dev Comedy Jam circuit and uh, Comic Relief on BET, shout out to the person who thought I didn't know black content. Um, <laughs> my dad actually used to work for Quicks Cable and Time Water, so he used to get passed at the Dev Jam and Comic View. Um, not Comic Relief. Sorry. Oh, wow. I just did myself. Comic View. And he used to host it. He used to host it. And he was, oh, my God, soul playing. He was totally different. And then you're right. right. He became more of a family product. And good for yeah. him. Good for him. He made way yeah. more money doing that. The, the most, uh, fr- from a um, financial standpoint, the most successful stand-up comedian ever. Yeah, no, you're right. No, he said it, and he had the right to brag about right. it. He's the richest stand-up comedian ever. Well, not sorry. That's Jerry, Jerry Seinfeld and uh, Larry David. But you're right. As far as, like, a real no, actually, you're right. In the modern time, my bad. As far as like accumulated wealth, it's still Jerry Seinfeld. You're right. In the last like ten years, yeah. I don't think anybody made more money than Kevin Hart. But 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 like Kevin Hart did it from a diversity of projects where Seinfeld was mostly yep. Seinfeld, which yeah. is kind of impressive that he only did of course one content. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. And Larry hell David yeah. did it again with Kirby Enthusiasm, like about to go on right. his 13th season. So that dude, he's my, right. he's my I'm always gonna be biased with that. Right. That's fast. Dave Chappelle, thank, thank you, no, ben, I, Dave Chappelle. I, we appreciate you, Dave Chappelle. Thank, thank you. you. Hell yeah. Appreciate it. I appreciate they anybody. Gave gift. They gave him a gift. Uh, Kevin Hart and Chris, I mean, Kevin Hart and Dave Chappelle. It was mad fun. And they all came out together at the very end. They didn't do a bit. It was like, they were just, Dave Talking. Chappelle was mad drunk. And yeah. he was just like saying mad stuff. It was hilarious. And they brought out a goat, a real goat. And they were like, we need to give, we need to give you your flowers, Chris. Yeah, I was just, again, I'm a big fan. So I was just like, thank you. Yeah. And you don't have to agree that he's a goat, but there's a lot of people who agree with it. And he's fine. one of the goats for sure. I agree. I agree. No, it's okay. He's on I'm, Mount Rushmore. I'm, I'm, I'm admitting yeah. to you that I'm biased. But if you told yeah. me Robin Williams is the best, I can't argue that. If Richard Pryor is the best, Red Fox, 
All good. Yeah. All good. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Same thing when I like, and I hate to homie hop on the topics, but um, when people tell me, I think MJ is the best, even though I was a Nick fan back in the day and I hated him. I accepted that he was the best. He's the GOAT. But if someone comes in and goes, nah, he is. he's the best. I'm like, damn, I can't argue that. <laughs> I yeah. can't argue that. So the same thing with those. I can't yeah. really argue that. It's subjective, man. Everything's subjective. It is. No it, matter. Is. it is. Yeah. And you that's know. what makes it so great. The go- the GOAT conversations that we have, we, we had right. about rap and we had about MCs. They're awesome. They're awesome. They're, it's very rare to have those people in those conversations. So when you get a chance. And that's why Dave Chappelle is so important. I agree. Because we cannot allow speech to be continued to be policed and taken away. Because that is how they can control us even more if they get yeah. more control along those lines. You got to be able to talk. Already. Right. Got to be able to talk, man. That's it. That's all I got on that. I'm ready to get onto DMs when you guys are. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready for DMs. Ready? All right, TJ, hit us up. This is the last one. This is the cool down, guys. Um, I talked a lot, so I don't have a cool down this week. I, I basically said my cool down, my event from last week. I mean, from last night. Thank you, yeah. Crayon Coes. TJ, hit us off with your cool down. Hey, so I got the cool down today? Yeah, you yeah. got the cool down. You're the cool yeah. homie today, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep up, podcast. Y'all keep y'all, y'all do y'all guess right. I appreciate that. Thank you. I appreciate that. But just for the cool down, man, I want to talk about some DMs, some DM diving. Okay. Thirsty DMs, sliding yeah. into the DM. And I only speak from experience whenever I talk. So I just want to know, I, I, share, I, I share mine recently that, you know, something I got into recently with DMs, but I want to know, like, what's the wildest or the craziest DM y'all ever sent? Or maybe a wild DM that y'all received, y'all gotten before. Oh, that changes the whole game. Like, yeah. you said what you got. When you said send, we've been guys for a very long time, and we've, and we've been in very stages of our lives. But basically, we all started off as dirtbags. That's a fact. I missed the train. I missed the train a little bit with the dirty DMs because I've been in a relationship, mm-hmm. you know, for 12 years and, you know, I'm not a scumbag. So shout, out to, you know. shout out to your homegirl. I love the way um, your, your your partner covers his ass. It's good. I like that. We all, we all appreciate that. <laughs> you know me? You know me? <laughs> I've never received or sent anything inappropriate in these 12 years or before. And we're sticking to that. We're yeah. we're taking a toxic masculinity trait, yeah. and we're we're sticking to that story. That's right. right. Man code. That's Mina, right. Do not tell my wife about. No, we will not. We don't even know her name, and we won't. Right, we, love Mina. Her, bro. we need to keep you as a producer. And if we snitch, it's like Kobe and Shaq. We're like, ah, no. Yeah. My, my shit's simple, and then I'll let Vin take it away because he probably got more stories along. Honestly, the crazy shit I ever got was dude, like I've had well, I've had females hit on me in the DM too, but dudes hitting on me in the DM. Like I, I had this one, this one dude hit me a couple years ago, and he's like, Hey, you know, I watch a lot of your content, and uh, I'm not sure if you're open to this, but uh, you know, like he's like, I'm gonna be in your state. And I was wondering if we can meet up and, you know, just talk. And I'm like, hey, listen, bro. I'm like, no knocking you. You know, good luck with that. You know what I mean? I was like, but I'm good. Dr. Knock boots. <laughs> you better, yeah. you better than me, man. You better than me. I probably wouldn't have responded. Like, you, like, <laughs> like Hey, it's good to feel loved. Like I said, 12 years. You know what I mean? Like, you know? <laughs> I guess so. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. I you know. know. But but that would be mine, man. Just that dude. But he was actually he, he was like he's like, do you mind if I send you a picture? And I'm like, nah, bro. I had to block him because he was like, he kept going. You know what I mean? I give you the whole rollout. Yeah, yeah. That's- he's trying. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. He was trying to get the he was well, trying to get the dick pic from started. the right he angle and everything. <laughs> and he rejected me. Actually, the story's about me. And then we uh and this is how this whole came about, man. Thank you, Cliff, for not being too weirded out that we can continue to make content. I appreciate that's it. That's hilarious. <laughs> DMs, DMs like direct messaging. People who don't know what DMs are, direct messaging really changed the game though. Like, yeah, like it that's really it really changed the game, especially once they figured out how important, how big it was on social media. On social media, you just had a comment section. Yeah. It was public where, you know, you have to make your move on the comments, on the pictures or whatever have you. Now, it can get a little bit more personal where you can actually, you know, send a little message to the person. Right? You ain't got to go go over to them person. Sometimes they getting so sticky where they got the phone and the FaceTime button in the DMs. Right. You only got it right. You can call it right from the DMs. Right. So it's so real. It's so convenient and so easy to DM somebody now. So that's what I kind of been doing lately. I've been dating lately, so my DM game been a little bit different. So I got a girlfriend, right? So now when I DM dive, like I I still DM dive, but I do it on the basis of having a threesome. Oh, you recently I've been in my DM bag trying to see if I can fish a threesome. Recruiting, so, recruiting is important. I'm, to, I'm, I'm, right. I'm in a different land, I'm in a different world. I just want to see like what my skills that if I can even pull it off. So is I'm wifey just, down? Yes, and she is right. right. shout out to her, she's shout out to right. COVID, and shout out to yeah. That's your partner. Right. Yeah. More Word. aim. Yep. Aim is being wild too. Wait, now it's C's down and V's up. Because we need up, another vagina. Uh, you know what all day. Yeah, all yeah. Day. yeah, yeah. Oh, Freeze up. Freeze up. Uh, gotta, gotta do each vagina. Gotta... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the thing is, the only thing I can do is something I can pull it. She made it into a competition almost. I bet I can do it before you even can. You even can do it. Oh, she'll win. Is this like a pyramid scheme or a three-way? I don't understand this. Like, so, uh, separately, we've been, I've been, I've been sliding to some DMs lately trying to see if I can pull off a threesome. I don't, I just been throwing random shit trying to see if I can get a, a nibble on the line. Yeah. Like, I don't even you know. Might sometimes be sometimes crap, bro. Because if she got you recruiting, I don't know. Women are the ones that are the best at recruiting that. Yeah, I got wifey. I got really wifey on that one. That? She's testing my gangster. And That's I'm what I'm saying. Her. I think she is. I'm not trying to gaslight you, but I think, I think she's trying to test you, bro. Because one of my girls, actually my longest relationship, she did that near the end, and it was a test, and I failed. Mm. And I failed. She was just, and she even said it to her homegirls. I was like, uh, and they were like, well, remember when you were looking for that threesome? Mm. I was like, she offered her, and she was like, mm. it was a test. I was like, oh, excuse me. Excuse <laughs> Oops. Me. Well, I thought she already knew I was a bad test taker. So, like, you know, fool on her. Fool on her. She definitely wanted the relationship to fail. Right. right. Like, it's funny because the, the women, the girls, they, they instantly hit you with, don't you got a girlfriend? Yes, she knows. What's up? Are you still down? Are you interested? Like, I'm just, I'm being 100 Ooh, Girl, you know what's up. What's up? Like, yeah, but I, I, I had some, only had two nibbles on the line. And I had one bad reply. I had one, I had like a maybe reply. So I'm still working on it, man. I'm still working on my DM diving. Hopefully I can get some advice from the keep up listeners out there, all the crazy but truers who's listening. How do I even approach the, the new age DM diving? I even got a girlfriend. So how do you even got a good, how do you even DM dive with a girlfriend? I'm just going straight to the point. I ain't even beating around the bush. I'm going straight to the point. 
Well, I'm probably a bad person to ask because I've been single since 2014. So, yeah, it's almost been a decade. So, but I definitely DM dive people, and especially with the, uh, the the erotic content. I didn't even know my tongue was that erotic, but it, it certainly is. Um, I remember. Oh, did you time- see this man's tongue, TJ? <laughs> this no. motherfucker is an alien, son. So, uh, when I was in uh, in middle school, I went to uh, a YMCA camp. I, I I went to a school in a very impoverished area. And again, I live in a very impoverished area. So we qualified to go to camp for free. I used to go to winter camp. I used to go to day camp for the YMCA. So one year we did a talent show and um, the, uh, I, I didn't want to do it. I was like, I don't, need to, I don't got talents like that. And somebody was like, and somebody knew about my tongue and they were like, Vince, you got to show that the talent show. And I'm like, and I still did it reluctantly. I still did it was like, whatever. Okay, fine. I'll do it. Because you know me. I'm a ham. I'm like, okay, fine. You feel that I could do that? I, I'm a performer. So whatever. <laughs> so I went up and I still had no idea it was going to get this kind of like, like reaction. And I was barely into girls at the time. I was into nobody. I was like, I don't even think I was peating my pepper at all. At, 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 at my pecker at all. Yet. Also, also, this was pre-pecker. This was pre yeah. Yeah, okay. no, I noticed girls, but it was like I like you. It was like, like my girl. It was like Macaulay Culkin. It was, it was, it was a, and like it was a, let me show what my tongue can do, girl. It wasn't. Yeah. Nothing. So that's what they did. That's what they did. So I did it, and I won. I didn't know that. Like what? My t- I won the talent show. I I had no expectations. That's what I'm saying. You had a talent, but you didn't know what kind of talent you had at the moment. Yeah. And Are nobody you- from my age group came up to me, girl wise. But everybody from the older camps and women that shouldn't have been coming up to me. Mm. Oh, what's that tongue doing? Oh, mm. yo, could we hang out? Oh, could you come to my dance? Can you come to my formal? Oh, yo, what's your schedule like? Do you want to do archery together? <laughs> <laughs> it, oh, oh man. So I'm not gonna lie. I I really want that show to pop off, and so I'm gonna calm down a little bit because I don't because Cliff is right. He's a great producer. He's a great, um, and he does well on his own social media, right? And I don't want to oversaturate with that. That's why we've talked the um I do I don't want to I don't and I don't want to overwork anybody. I, that's why I don't want to make another uh TikTok account because like we're already struggling to keep up. But we'll see. We'll see if we have you to know what, that. Vin? This is what happens, right? When you put up a video, and we talked about this, yeah. When you put up a video and it gets a nice pop, it doesn't matter what it is, as content creators and attention seekers, you then say to yourself, Oh. I need more attention. And the next thing you know, you're the tongue guy. You know what I mean? This guy will be fucking tying cherries by next week. No, if we don't control him. You know and, I I li- and I'm and I'm going to go with your advice, but I'm gonna I'm gonna push back a little bit too. That's how TikTok works. Like, no, it's good for TikTok. I, no, for I TikTok. I think you should do it. Oh, the that's TikTok why I erased the videos. And I'm sorry, it. I'm giving you guys all the behind the scenes, but that's why I, you're right. I listened to you. I erased all the ones that weren't doing that well, and I'm done on YouTube. I did my thing. I, I that one went really viral. And I don't think I can replicate that. That's fine. I don't want to. You're, that's another good point, too. I just want <laughs> I just want to. Thank you, Mina. Uh, you're not single either, uh, Mina. No, I'm joking. <laughs> but anyway, um, no, I'm with you. But on TikTok, I get it a little bit. And it's not original content either. It's me responding to them. And I've noticed, even though you're right, it's a it's a delicate balance because I don't want it to be a tongue niche. I don't want it to be. <laughs> yeah. I don't want it to be like a thought. A, a, I want to guide them there. I want to like cool. The gays love the tongue. The women love the tongue. That's great, great. Now you get to hear, and you're right. It doesn't have to be just a news source clip. I get you. Like you want it to be credit, but we're also like kind of casual with it too. So like that's fine. Like w- there could be some sex symbols. Nay could do a twerking video if TJ wants to. You know. Oh my god. <laughs> 
Um, and I'm not gonna lie, I am considering. <laughs> I need to fund this project, man. I need to like, yo, Patreon. I'm struggling with, um, freaking all the all the crowdsource stuff, man. <laughs> Only fans, man, to get this to get the, to to pay Cliff. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to do a going page with a big clip. <laughs> oh, oh man. stop, stop. Get it on. Get it on. Get it on. And, um, oh, yeah, that's where it all started. Oh, and kudos to Josh, by the way. My, we reconciled, so I'm not going to say it anymore. Obviously, it's my most conservative friend. And he's the one who encouraged me. There's a woman on TikTok named Whoa. Venom's Girl. And he told me to respond. And that's how it all popped up. And they all started like really liking it. The the main one where I'm like doing the the side view of it. That's the one that got 10k. And that's the one I know. Yeah, it went crazy though. I, went I I know. I'm like resorting to the thirst the the, the thirst <laughs> out there. But yo, I care about this show and I want to get the views up. So there you go. Hey, whatever. But, but on the same thing, if y'all want to check out my OnlyFans, I got feet content. I got. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker could tow a fucking tow a truck with that thing. thing. And I'll keep it short. I'll keep it short. Yes, that's oh. where that's the wildest DMs I've been getting. Even people from high school, gay people. That's, wow. And it, that's that's where. So one gay person from high school was like this. Um, yo, send me out of nowhere, out of nowhere, send me full chub for fifty bucks, and I left them on red for like mad long. And I even told I like told my cousin, and my cousin was like, "What the? What's wrong with you? How come you didn't do it?" And I'm like, "What?" And I just felt like it would like open Pandora's box. I was just like, that's like a whole career, like being an exhibitionist. Like, I gotta like, but I'm not gonna lie. I was I said to myself, like, after she spoke to me, I was it like, works. Oh, it works. Am I being like a rude? Am I say no more? Say no more. And, it works. And that woman that was an EMT when she almost got shamed and everybody came to her defense. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to that. I'm gonna be like, yo, so she's not allowed to get shamed, but I am. So we'll yeah. see. We'll see. No, listen, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with it. You know what I mean? Like we just gotta like uh just gotta keep it, you know, keep it like somewhat contained. I just don't want you to become fucking tongue. Magic guy. Mike? Yeah, like, you know what I mean? You don't like, want to be oh, called Channing Tatum over here? Right, right, right. Did you hear hey, you know, keep up uh you know the show that really like interesting show with like debates and cool topics? No, no. Oh, you know uh that guy with the long ass tongue? Oh yeah, yeah, that guy. You know, what I mean? <laughs> you know it's like we all need a sex symbol, yo. You need to step right. up. You want to be the sex right. symbol clip? You need to figure out your gimmick. Man, man boobs, man boobs, bro. man boobs. Man, I got the boob sweat today. I got the. <laughs> I'm gonna do well, that's fucking my wildest DM. That's man my boob wild. porn. <laughs> wow. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, but bro, I, I swear to you, Vin. All jokes aside, like you know, I'm gonna, I'll talk my shit about it. But I never in my goddamn life seen a human being with, with, with a tongue like that. Like, I thought it was CGI. I'm, I'm like, this shit is CGI. Way, I'm retiring. This is the only time you'll see it on this show. Because, again, you're right. I don't want it to become this. <laughs> tongue guy over here. You know, no, but but it's good for the TikTok, though, for sure. I think for TikTok, it's good yes, to fuck around a little bit. Yes, you know, YouTube occasionally, you know what I mean? You just don't want to flood the YouTube we'll with we'll fucking see. the tongue. You're right, shit. it's gotta come naturally, but yeah, I'm gonna try. I've held it for I've held back for mad long. Like I again, I don't I don't even for myself, I don't want that to identify me. <laughs> yeah. So like yeah, yeah. so that's why like people are all shocked because like I'm I'm always talking and I never whoop out my tongue. I never go like eh, eh, eh. I'm not like MJ, like, <laughs> Bro, <that's shit. laughs> you know what I'm saying? like 
That shit had I me need crying. Me too. Me too. I'm fucking hot, Mina. God damn, me too. <laughs> that, that shit had me fucking tell your, crying. Tell your husband we got a group shower going on, man. And TJ, he can't be the only one having fun. So I'm recruiting your husband. Hey, Let's try. get this going. This, this motherfucker could lick the top of someone's ass line all the way to their fucking... <laughs> he probably did some wild shit. He probably did some wild shit. Bro. Bro. But, but Vin, that's also, that's also why on the YouTube... I put the playlist now and I put uh Vincent Vincent shorts. So like those are okay to be a little more wild, you know. Yeah, we just it want be separate. It should yeah, be separate. like keep it like with Wu-Tang. the brand. We're all Wu Tang production, but like we all get our own solo stuff too. And even right. when you say with Drew Hill, man, same thing, same now. <laughs> right. And now that you put the tongue out there like that, I think I might associate keep up with the wiggers a little more. Because I think the tongue, the tongue might be wow. more offensive. I am yo, I sh- <laughs> Oh wow! I made Cliff blush. If it were, you know what, Vince? And I'm not even gonna go. You guys gotta watch the content on the Wiggers podcast, so I'm not even gonna like spoil anything. But if you oh, yeah. think that mine can stack up with that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, Shout that, out to the Fire Crotch, by the way, Uncle Dusty. I love that, Uncle homie. Dusty. Yeah, Uncle Dusty. <laughs> y- y'all should. Uh... TJ, we'll get you up. If you like to have fun, we'll get you over there one day, too. Yeah, that, that, oh, you'd be a great guest, though. That, that's me and my man, Uncle Dust. That's the original Wiggers comedy podcast. That's just satire, fuck around. Like, what I do here occasionally with the jokes is pretty much what we do for two hours <laughs> over there the whole time. That's going on. Oh, hey, shit. Man. They swing. Hey, Look at that. Oh, okay. okay. Swing, Uh-oh. swing. Wait, wait, I had a feeling. Uh, I think Mina's been trying to recruit me. I, lo- I think she Mina, needs a fat I, white guy. I, I've been noticing. Oh, <laughs> that happens. <laughs> who's that? Uh, who's that comedian? Samora, where she was like, "Yo, don't bring the bling bling if you ain't got that swing, swing." Right, Yo, right. swing. Swinging is like very normal now. It's always been happening. It's not ever not yeah. been happening. But people are way more accepting of it now. So, yeah. okay, Vin. So our you- one hour, our one hour podcast. Our strict one-hour podcast is now officially a two-hour today, which I love. Oh, I'm with it. Had a good time. And I'm done. Got anything else? That's it for me, unless you guys. You don't want to. You don't want to like lift up a forklift with your tongue or something, real quick. (laughs) 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 That's it. That's all you guys get. Next episode, no tongue. No French kissing. Only American crew kissing. Anyway, thank you so much, TJ. Thank you, Cliff, as always. Yo, this guy promotes the crap out of this show. Um, again, I was trying to I was trying to get on his level. Like this guy does a great job attracting followers, likes, and views. Of course, I had to go the thotty route because you know I'm not as talented. So um, yeah, I had this show. I, free the nipple, free the nipple. My oh man, tasty nipple. Wow. That's a farmer's thing. Whoa. Anyway, Bro, you got the small biracial, biracial Mina. That's the biracial check. You got the smallest nipples for a guy I with do, a three I foot do. tongue I've ever seen. I, I go find the beach. Go find the beach, man. Go lay out. I know, I know. And I, dude, I'll be outside. I'll be right. I need a beach. I need. We Miami. need a DNA you invite, test. You invite us to South Beach. We got to do a South Beach episode. We need a DNA oh. test. Fire. I think I know, Elizabeth I Warren. I think Elizabeth Warren is more Native American than you are black. Actually, I'm not Native American at all. I, I, black people love to do that. Oh, oh, I'm not trying to hear blah blah blah. And then I we looked at answer.com and I was like, yo, we have no Native American. You guys are liars. Liars. But yeah, I have yeah, but you're right, it's questionable. My dad's pretty yellow too. He's like a big Winnie the Pooh bear. So like wow. Yeah, so it's questionable. We don't like I know the DNA thing said it, but who knows if I'm black. They just sent me a jar of mayo. 
right? Yeah, they were like, a jar of milk. <laughs> you are kind of a miracle whip. You are kind We've of We've never seen boy. white like this before, buddy. White like this. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Thank you, guys. Right, wrap white it up. Pass. Yes, I am very white passing. Actually, a lot of people think I'm Spanish, but you're right. Once I start talking, they're like, oh, this white guy. You're like, ambiguous. And that, that's another thing. Code switching, that's a whole nother topic, which, whatever. But again, TJ, you are up a, you're one of my favorite hosts. Man, it's a pleasure. You are my favorite podcast right now, especially Let's the TV podcast scene. Oh, absolutely. I've said that many times. I wasn't joking. I wasn't joking. Um, obviously, like the main players, everybody knows, like Joe Rogan, Joe Button, yeah, yeah. yeah. uh, Nicki Minaj. There's so many yeah. great podcasts out there, and we're part of the indie scene. And that's not a knock, by the way. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. But in the that's indie scene, you are the best out there. Oh my man, God. we trying. You are all types of charts for me. Shout out to the crew. Shout out for to Nay out there. Um, yo. It's been a pleasure. And I'm not at ending it. I want you to shout out your people, too. I want Cliff to get his shout outs and, and including his great fan base. Thank you so much. Your fan base comes out to play with us all the time. And it's it's so it's He's so getting into our comment threads. Go on to our Instagram. Go on to our TikTok if you want to see some fatty stuff. Go to our YouTube shorts, which, again, we're going to try to diversify a little bit. Try to get Nay some videos because she makes really good TikTok videos, too. And we can repurpose that. She's amazing. Everybody's really entertaining over here. And I'm going to give the floor to you guys. So please listen to our show on all platforms. Go follow us on social media. Listen to these guys. Listen to these guys. Yeah, yeah. Hey, y'all heard him. I'm TJ Cool Ass Man from Crazy But True, the podcast. Sure. Make sure you follow us on every platform. Any platform you have, we're on there. Just type us in, click follow. That's all you got to do. We'll do the rest. And shout out to all. Shout out to my Crazy But True, all the fans out there. Shout out to my other co-host, Westside TBE. Key, shout out to them. Episode dropping tomorrow. Make sure you go to the YouTube. You subscribe. You like. Hit the bell. You do all the good stuff they tell you how to do. You did. My man. <laughs> so as for me, citydontsleep.com will bring you to everything. We got Wednesdays, original Wiggers. That's around 9.30, 9.40, because a Wigger always runs a little late. And then we got Friday. That's Regis and Wigger people Lee. time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got Fridays at midnight. That's that's what my brother Absolute Regis and Cliffy Lee. Okay. Uh, Saturdays some fight sports reaction videos, and Sundays, of course, keep up. So hey, appreciate. Well, play. Yeah, man. I'm trying, bro. Trying, yo, man. He, he, yo, pause. He can barely fit me in. It happens, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, anyway, to get us out of here, you better listen up. Shut up. And keep up with my homeboy TJ Kuaz and my super duper producer Cliff Focus over and out, homies. Mm-hmm.